0: This episode of the Smoking Tire Podcast is brought to you by Auto Tempest. AutoTempest.com is a beautiful search tool that helps you find the car you're looking for, even if maybe you don't know you're looking for it. You know how guys like us, car guys, spend hours and hours on Craigslist, eBay, Car Soup, Cars Direct, Yahoo Autos. Pick all of them, right? We browse, we want to find that car that everyone else hasn't found yet. We want to be the one to find it. Autotempest.com searches all of those sites at once and then compares results with Autotrader and all of Craigslist, not just the local section by you, all of Craigslist nationally. Um, If you're looking for a specific, hard-to-find car, this will help you search all those sites at once. If you're just browsing and want to see what's out there, what your next collector car or sports car purchase might be. Autotempest.com is a great way to waste time as a car guy. Um, Check it out. They have supported this show for a very long time. Support the people that support us and check out Autotempest.com. Let's see. This episode is sponsored by Beeline Coffee. I love my Beeline Coffee. I'd be drinking that every day. Um... Expecting a new shipment later today, actually, and I can't wait. We've got our own roast, the Smoking Tire uh, Roast. It is a, a beautiful medium roast, medium body. It's actually a lighter roast with a medium body. We've gotten some really, really good feedback from proper coffee aficionados on Instagram. and I've gotten some really nice emails. This uh, These beans are expensive. This is not a... a an entry-level coffee. If you are really into coffees and you're into d- the flavors of a delicious, um, single origin, small batch coffee, beeline coffee is for you and try my roast, the Smoke and tire roast, which I had a hand in developing. If you want to drink coffee, like the Farah, you can drink the Smoke and tire roast. Um, Code TST will get you 15% off anything in the Beeline Coffee store, up to and including um, annual, monthly or annual coffee subscriptions. Um, you know, an annual subscription is like in the hundreds of dollars. So 15% off that is real money, people. Check it out code TST at BeelineCoffee.com. Uh, the Smoke and Tire Podcast is brought to you by Dylan Optics Sunglasses. Uh, I love my Dylans. I'm on probably my 50th pair of Dylans. I recently, uh, got to go out to uh, Scottsdale, Arizona, where the, uh, the final assembly, as well as the engineering and development work of Dylan Optic's uh, sunglasses goes on. Uh, some of the special coatings are done in Japan, and the plastic uh, for the frames... Uh, I think is sourced from Italy but the final assembly and design work is done right here in America, Scottsdale Arizona. Um, they have uh, the NIR lens technology it makes seeing out of Dylan's it's like HD life. It doesn't make things significantly darker just clearer and with less intense light um, coming through uh, your glasses. The uh, the matte finish is unique to Dylan That's a patented uh, finish and you can get it in over 8 different colors and uh, the one color I've been asking for that they don't have uh, is red, but when I went to uh, see the factory, it turns out red is coming very soon. I saw the prototypes, and it looks sick. For now, it's uh, black, silver, gold, green, blue, uh, and another color I can't remember right now because I'm blanking, dylanoptics.com, but don't go to dylanoptics.com. Go to the swingtire.com And use the Dylan banner. Uh, That will get you a free Smoke and Tire t shirt uh, with purchase. Every pair of Dylans you buy, if you buy two pairs, you get two shirts. It's like that, people. Uh, Lastly, before we continue on with this show, check out my new podcast with Mr. Cameron Weiss of the Weiss Watch Company uh, called Watch and Listen. It's a podcast all about watches. It is a video podcast, so you can get it on YouTube. You can get it on iTunes. You can get it wherever you get Android podcasts. And, of course, you can get it at shoutengine.com slash Listen. Uh, And uh, if you're into the hobby of watches, the collecting of watches, how movements work, it's a pretty deep, dark, nerd rabbit hole. And the watchmaker, uh, my friend Cameron Weiss, um, is really good at explaining how this this very complicated stuff works in the world of watches. And, you know, if you're into cars, I think you probably find the Watch Podcast uh, to be pretty interesting. So... Check all that out, but not until you're done listening to this podcast. Uh, This is going to be a good show. You guys are going to like this one a lot. I won't waste any more time. Enjoy the smoke Tire podcast. Here we go.
1: Hello.
0: Hello this is the smoking tire podcast <laughs> that was like uh what's that guy's name wow. uh, El- uh, Jesus hat no the oh, man Bl- and I can't start a show by being dropping a reference Then emo Phillips Not even I was going reference? for an emo Phillips oh uh, yeah he's
1: he's interesting
0: <clears throat> yeah he Very makes he does a weird inflection like this. Yes. hello what, what was our podcast? Emo Phillips from he's a stand-up comedian Tim ah yes. He's a sort of an obscure one. Because he does yeah. the weird inflection, it's a little bit niche. Got it. <laughs> it's, uh,
1: it's, it's funny for 10 minutes. Uh, <sighs> it's, a tough, I, it's tough to listen to. Yes, it is. <laughs> I've only heard of him on satellite radio, and I'm like, oh, okay. And mm, that's why. Pretty, it's tough to listen to. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. What's happening, people? This is uh, It's a Monday. It's President's Day for us. That's going to get frustrating for someone listening to this four weeks later and going, yeah,
1: like not right now. Record more on time,
0: people. We can't because I'm going away and I'm going to be gone. So we had to ramp it up and then you ramp it down and you ramp it back up and then you ramp it down. This is what happens when you have a portable lifestyle. Where are you going? Galapagos. Everyone's yeah, everyone's a lot of sympathy for me there. (laughs) Going to the Galapagos, you're going hunting there, right? Yes. Um, I hear the turtle soup is fantastic. (laughs) We're going to look at creatures up close.
1: That's cool. Yeah, be fun. Um,
0: incredible. Yeah, we do that next week. So, so we ramp them up, Now we ramp them down. So this is going to be a two parter episode of the show. We're gonna talk about some things that have been happening locally, sort of in our lives around here, with some cars. And I drove the Lotus Evora 410 and the Julia. Zach went off-roading in uh, a rented Jeep. Yeah, uh, and then uh, and then we're gonna throw it to a segment we recorded a couple weeks back at Button Willow with Travis Zakulski and Samish Smith of Road and Track. And, uh, I hope that we recorded it in like race control room after a track day. So we did. it was
1: like the upstairs office. Yeah. Um, the, and the mics on that will be different. We only used one Yeti mic in the middle, in the middle, I believe it was a portable so It'll setup. just sound a little different than this sounds right yeah. now, but it's fun. And
0: those mm-hmm. guys are the best in any opportunity to have Travis and Sam on the show. We're going to take. So, we, uh, we had the, uh, Hellcat wide body up there. Yeah. Track day, they, track day bro. Track day. Track day bro. <laughs> Hellcat live, well baby track day. Wasn't terrible at the track. little set of pads and fluid
1: could could do could mm-hmm. go a long way, nothing. It was markedly different from the standard uh Challenger Hellcat. Oh, it's was it was way pretty, better. Pretty pretty surprising. Much much more
0: stable. Way That's more speed. stable at speed. <laughs> way more stable at speed than the standard Charger uh, Challenger Hellcat. Um <clears throat> the uh, levels were a little wonky at the beginning. Now we're speeding again as well. We are all glorious. Yeah. Okay. Um. Uh, and so I spent a week with the Lotus mm-hmm. Evora 410 Sporten, and uh, that's the newest one. It's uh, the lightest one. It's the most powerful one. It's got the uh, the supercharged three and a half liter six, 410 horsepower, and it weighs. But depending on your options, it weighs uh, 3,000 to to 3,100 pounds between there. Like, you can get it... I like I that range. You can get it just under three. Mm-hmm. I think the, the base is like... If you get it as light as possible, it's like 2,990-something. Um, still has air conditioning. Um, and if it's the heaviest, you know, the heaviest one is like... Th- Thirty one hundred. What's the difference? Is just, just trim levels, nice uh, things. Just, seats? Yeah, carbon stuff. You can get like a carbon shell seat or like a more luxurious seat. Mm-hmm. I think. um But the seats I don't, don't, manual or uh, the automa- the one, or, one I was in were manual. They were they were actually they're made by Sparco and then covered by Lotus, which I have no problem with. They were they reclined and stuff. Um, they were comfortable. They I, I mean this so this car is like this is like. Remember when we did the talked about TTRS and was like the best sports car no one ever talks about. This mm-hmm. is the other best sports car that no one ever talks about. Like this thing was 114 grand, which is not cheap, but you're basically in a, a Carrera S, you're get, mm-hmm. just getting into a Carrera S there, brand new one. Um and and what this car has is it's like it really is like the new old NSX where it's got just nothing more than you really need um it's it's pretty simple i mean it's got manual seats but it's got power windows it has a key it doesn't you know it doesn't have keyless entry it's got a a click button and um and you put a key in and turn it and uh and it's like it's got like an alpine stereo which for the most part was fine i mean just bluetooth it right in done and like it's got basic manual air conditioning and
1: you know three knob air conditioning like It's nothing fancy. I think that's good because, you know, Lotus's reputation, obviously, decades ago was like everything turned off all the time. So just keep it simple. It doesn't need to be fancy because, like,
0: the stitching is really nice. The leather was really good. The quality of the materials was good. Like, the actual, like, the contrast-colored yellow stitching actually, like, was... I looked at it very closely. Like, it, it was lined up really nice. Like, the body panels, like, the gaps were really good. Like, it was a very tight... Like it's a really well put together car. Like it felt tight. Um, it just wasn't fancy, mm-hmm. but that's okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, the 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 shifter action and the pedals are great. You know, it makes a great sound. Doesn't really put up a fuss. There was a, there's a little bit of there's some there's some little small volume things. You know, like you have to like. Turn the key and then press the unlock button on the key when it's in there. Still, still does that. Still does that. It's so weird. I don't know why they haven't got around that. Yet. That, that bin's not empty. It still that does bin. that with <laughs> that bin's so only about, about halfway down that bin. Um, and then um, you know it's got a, a nice six-speed you know manual shifter, um, and you have to pull up you know the little plunger thing to put it into reverse. Mm-hmm. And um, the plunger thing, like um, the car I had was a brand new. Like it had like two hundred miles on it when I got it. The plunger thing got a little sticky, and I had to like n- like nudge it back down and uh, the lotus dude says like they that happens when they're brand new and that like it, like lubricates itself or whatever. So it wasn't a big deal. Mm-hmm. um but I dailied it for a, you know a week. I put like four hundred miles on it and it's fine in traffic and it was comfortable and I fit the my pelican case behind the
1: front seats. I saw that, that, was, that awesome. was impressive.
2: yeah, it was awesome. <laughs>
1: Um it seems and you know it's, it, in terms of fanciness I think if you're getting into a 911 at that price it's not going to really be fancy inside either you know we we've had some kind of Stripper 911s, and yeah. you know the seats are leather, it leatherette, but the center gauge is just black plastic, like around yeah. there. You know, it's nothing too interesting. Well, or so I confident. drove
0: uh, Nick's, you know, GT4 back to back with the uh, Nick. My friend Nick has a Cayman GT4. It's been lightly modified by SharkWorks, uh, not by SharkWorks I'm sorry, by um, Speedsport Tuning, um, and it's got like an
1: exhaust on it. Um, it has the DSC Sport controller on the stock suspension. There's that is and cool. it's got a, like a, an alignment? You know, it was, it was a lot of like yeah. little stuff that all just kind of added. Yeah. Yeah, and inside. like
0: the harness bar and mm-hmm. you know, just the stuff that GT four people do. Um so actually the the Avora was much nicer for a daily than the GT4. Like just way easier to get in and out of. Hmm. Um and um Why is that?
1: Is the, it just the, the way the, the door the, opens or? Um,
0: the side bolstering and stuff, the Porsche had the the optional like bucket seats. And it's just like, it's much more like getting in and out of a racing seat, whereas the Lavora, you can just sort of twist. You can't twist sideways in a racing seat. You have to like, uh, you know, kind of out of yeah, it.
1: You have to like hop over the fence. You have to hop
0: uh. over the hard sort of side sill, whereas a, a normal seat, you can just sort of twist and get out. Um, and that's not just a fat thing. You, <laughs> I think if you it's the same thing if you're skinny, because the race seat is designed Well, yeah.
1: I mean, if you you basically when you sit in a race seat, you have like a six a six inch wall on the side. You have to go around that or over over the turnstile, right? Exactly. So, So, um, getting in
0: and out of the Evora was a lot nicer, Um, and uh, the Evora felt significantly quicker in straight line. Lots more mid range punch. Hmm. Um, Same weight, roughly as the GT4. More horsepower. You know, with a with a supercharger, forced induction power band versus mm-hmm. an NA six cylinder power band, um, and without the doesn't without the drag of the wings. You know, we were up on uh, that road that we liked. It's the big fast road, mm-hmm. and so certainly from a hundred on, the Evora was a lot quicker than the GT four. Um, it would it would be a great option, like. It wasn't as like hardcore. Like if I actually wanted a track day car, like I think the GT4 felt a little more race-carry, like especially with like straight pipes on it. Yeah. And that one is also a little bit different. That one's right. been modified, you know. Yeah. The the stock ones aren't exactly like that. But um so it's not it's not a perfectly fair comparison. But nevertheless, like as someone who's been pretty die-hard Porsche in the last year, like you'd think that if I went back to back with like what is supposedly like, you know, the greatest Porsche right now. The Porsche. You know, the a very not the maybe not the whatever. A pop a, a car that is pretty much universally agreed is awesome mm-hmm. versus this car that
1: nobody talks about.
0: I actually in a lot of ways prefer driving the Lotus. What
1: what is the price point of the G T four right now? Well, they're not making them brand new right, right.
0: now. So used, they're they're still like a hundred grand. They're like a Okay, used. so they are price
1: competitors as well. They're pretty close. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, that would be close. tough. It, know. it would be. Yeah, I mean, because I, I didn't. I mean, I didn't. <clears throat> I have to admit, I didn't drive the Lotus. But looking around it, I was like smitten with like the carbon trunk, the way the, the hinges were made out of like block yeah. aluminum. Like it just it looked. Very interesting. It looks
0: it looks really nice and it mm-hmm. doesn't there's a couple like pull up this picture of the interior, Tim. It's there's a couple little parts bin stuffs that I'll point out. For instance, the on the left, the mirror switch and the headlight switch on the dash on the left mm-hmm. there, those are the same as in my focus. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a couple of other, uh, the window switches are the same, are Ford window switches as well. Like just all like right. that doesn't bother me so much. Like it's just, it's a round knob. It's not like a shitty knob. Like there's, you know what I mean? It's just, that, that's, that kind of stuff is fine. Um, the, uh, nothing really felt cheap. It all felt well, tightly screwed together. The only place is the, is the actual door handle is plastic and painted to look metal. And it's not like, all right, but... You put your hand on it a lot, <laughs> right. so so that one yeah. was just
1: like a little disappointing. It wouldn't keep me from buying the car. And, then, and to be fair, that is done in lots of cars. These yeah, cars. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not it's the just, end of the world. Okay. I didn't get those seats. Those are that's a that's a GT four so thirty. seat. So the, there's some of the, there's um, some of these like first impressions where you you just get in and look around and it's 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 almost one of those subconscious things like you're you okay that's the window switch who cares that's this yeah but the way you see it see it you know kind of on a subconscious level is all right it's not. As uh, original, maybe as the yeah. Porsches, and the Porsche has probably parts been with the rest of the lineup. Yeah, yeah. Well, but they, the the, the, the Macan and the Porsche Panamera and all of them. Yeah, versus they, this they're, is, yeah.
0: They're well. they look. Porsche is a vertically integrated Porsche. company, so you know Lotus can't do that. But the yeah. fact here's what Lotus can do. So this Lotus, they managed to get simple right. Like every other company, in order to build a car that rides good and handles well they build an adaptive suspension or something, right? And they try and get the best of both worlds. And this Lotus really demonstrates that you don't actually need that. Um, It has a sport button. The sport button sharpens the throttle response and opens a valve in the exhaust, like that's it. Um, And it has just good suspension geometry so that whether you're driving on a fairly crappy urban road or a, a bumpy canyon road or a very smooth road or the 405, the highway or whatever, it it does all of that really well it finds a really nice middle ground in all of that and it really has very few vices i mean i ran errands around the city and then i drove it on a on a highway road trip 100 miles and then i like spent the whole day a whole day in the canyons running back and forth and then you know it, it all like it was it's really pretty exceptional at all of those things very nice car. Mm-hmm. Very nice car. So here's the other thing. The kicker to that is, you know, um, we gave the car back, the video. By the time this podcast is out, the video will be out. Um, it's obviously a, a positive review. I really enjoyed the car. Um, Lotus offered me, I'm not really sure why, but they, but they did. Uh, an, Long-termer. An Avora 400 for a month. But they're kind of like, you know, what do you want to do? And I don't, I'm not sure what I would do. The problem is I'm inclined to actually say no because I don't know what I would do. How many videos would you be willing to make of the same car mm-hmm. for a month? And a car I've already reviewed at that. Now, the 400 is lovely. One you'd might have, even have argue to, like, better re- on the road. You just
1: like really live with it for the month. Like, Let's yeah. take it to bed bath and beyond and like oh i'd have to dub bureau oh, it. Is that what you mean i think you'd have to i think you it, depending on how much content you need to make for it like you yeah. have to do a lot of weird stuff and it's one like one of those really things you have to set up two gopros in the car all the time and just speed kind them of when yeah. you're doing all your stuff but you could kind of address that question of daily driven sports car yeah. you know of of how much like what are the limitations of driving just a sports car yeah i
0: mean the limitations i found with Oh, I'm so sorry. As usual, it's
1: easier nowadays with Amazon Prime. I will say that. <laughs> Ten years yeah. ago, you yeah. had to transport a lot more stuff.
0: Yeah, and it's and if if you have a significant other or a housemate or a whatever who has a uh, you know a, a slightly more practical car, you can certainly solve a lot of problems that way. Mm-hmm. I I daily drive lots of sports cars, and as long as they're not too stiff or too un- uncomfortable. You know, I never, I never have a problem
1: really. Or too low because you know too bumps, low. driveway stuff like That's that. That's the other yeah. thing the Avora does well. There's no
0: nose lift or anything like that,
1: <clears throat> and I didn't bottom out on anything. Even if that, you, that curb getting onto the turnout was quite big the, um, on the road we were on. Yeah, it yeah, was yeah, sizable. No, but
0: I, I go off it in the video. You can yeah. see it doesn't, it doesn't do it. It doesn't have a problem with it. And the other thing. Um, I put it in sport all the time because it sounds super good with the exhaust open. Um, but in, in quiet mode, intentionally, um, in quiet mode, you can do a track day at Laguna Seca on a quiet day. That is the that is the point of the two mode exhaust. Oh, that's yeah. very smart. The Lotus guy said they'd be perfectly happy to have just one loud setting all the time. Mm-hmm. But then you couldn't do a track day at Laguna Seca. That's cool. with the cool. quiet mode, you can. So that's nice pretty good. Um, I mean, overall, the, the drivetrain
1: should be, you know, super reliable assuming, you know, Yeah, Toyota. I don't
0: it's a, it's a Camry motor with a with a with a low pressure supercharger and an intercooler. I mean, that's on
1: honestly one of the most attractive things to me about the <clears> old NSX is like they're just people put miles on them. It's like Supras. Like yeah, you yeah. you can find people on Superforms that have 100 plus 1000 miles on their car and drive them a lot. Um, NSX would be the same way and hopefully this car would also be the same way cuz you don't have to have that Oh, yeah, you know, this is my sports car, but it's a little bit finicky today, or, well, it's a little bit this, you know, like, it should just keep going. Yeah. Is it cheaper to maintain, then, as well?
0: Apparently, the services <laughs> for Avoras yeah. are very cheap, and based on looking at online, um, the Avor I wouldn't buy a base Avora, but I would starting with the S. The S's, um, they bought them out around 50 grand, you know, Ooh. so... Uh, I'm not saying you should necessarily buy one used I love that that plaid that looks Mm. great Um, but it's definitely and I can't necessarily say oh you should definitely buy one instead of a 911 or buy a 911 instead of But like it's one of those things where it's like if you if you don't want a 911 because everyone's got one of those if you don't want something that everyone's got another m3 another whatever Mm -hmm. um, I think you could drive this car and and not probably not have a lot of issues with it I mean I don't these cars aren't really known to have a lot of problems. Um they're they're not like horrible. Mm-hmm. And uh apparently the services are cheap,
1: you know? It, and, I think um, it's really cool. And it's nice to have a alternative in that price range because that was like the the Vantage uh like the, yeah. v range, yeah. the, v, well, the v, Vantage range, the V8 GT type too, huh? thing. You know, so it's cool to have the AMG
0: GT. Yeah, is in there too now, huh? I the, think man, those things drop. They like get
1: rocks. expensive real quick. Though. They do, but boy, do they drop the second they go out the door. Yeah, the used that's ones are like the ninety thing. now. They're Plus, that's four liter twin turbo, and you know we'll see how they age. But I would. If I was going to buy a car like this and keep it for a long time, I'm yeah. going to go V6 Camry motor. That the Avora is a definitely it, this
0: is a car you could you could definitely drive it every day, and you could also have one as a weekend car and probably enjoy the shit of it. And I I bet it would be I, I the one thing if they want to send me that 400 for a month is I'd want to go do a lot of racetracks. I think that that's the one thing that would make it. Is if I could do a lap of California, mm-hmm. you know, where I just did like all the you know it was like sonoma laguna thunder hill duh, 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 all the way around like that would be pretty kick-ass
1: That'd be very kick-ass that would be a fun thing to do with that car and i think it's really good looking like i really like the shape of it yeah um, i didn't get I a lot really of like awesome.
0: side of the road love hmm. like not i didn't get like hate but i but not a lot of people were like ooh, you know the way they have been with like other cars mm-hmm. like i just had the julia quadrifoglio for a week i got a lot of gas station love in that hmm. car randoms not necessarily car people just going do they were they saying what is that or they're just what like, is a what okay. is that that's pretty where's that from you know just I got a lot of gas and I did not uh, granted I was in la with this and this is in a, and I was in like the middle of nowhere sort of with the Julia well I was w- I was clear. just
1: wondering if la either knows too much and they they know that it's not a Ferrari or do a lot of people here just think because it's got a, a little bit of a 488 shape do they just go oh it's another Ferrari like do the, the do the uninitiated think it's just another Ferrari and the initiated know that it's not, so no one cares. I,
0: I think it is a I think it doesn't carry a lot of weight in the on in street cred or like with, with randoms really, because it's a relatively conservatively styled sports car that doesn't necessarily have a prominent status symbol brand behind mm-hmm. it, you know. It's so not- it doesn't look
1: crazy. it's not expensive
0: yeah like a polaris slingshot is not a good thing but it's looks crazy so people so it gets you those eyeballs you're looking for right Mm -hmm. you know and then uh a 911 and a paint to sample color or a you know a, a ferrari gt car is not a crazy uh styling exercise but it carries with it oh you see a paint to sample 911 you go all right
1: well this guy this guy went for it on this one you know I would actually say that you would recognize that but most people will well, after I, a year just go
0: oh that's red 911
1: yeah yeah it's true. cool color
0: yeah yeah sure yeah. Yeah. okay well, we we could take it further but i just don't think uh it just didn't get a lot of uh side of the road love
1: hmm. but everyone who in. went
0: in it was like
1: oh this is very cool. That red plaid was sick. That's a very cool. The plaid, cool plaid interior? Yeah, yeah, that's cool.
0: That's the other thing is I would feel very... Lotus, I think, is a company that like would be happy to work with you. If you were like, listen, you know, I'd like plaid. I think they'd probably find a way to make that happen. They would just call out, uh, uh, Liam, <laughs> can, <laughs> can we get put some plaid in this one? I and like they were very proud of the fact that you can get a lot of colors now. Apparently, you can get this thing in like 25
1: colors. Well, they use rescued kilts is what they do. And so they, you know, <laughs> this is...
0: They painted one green for Jack. Look up, Tim, look up Jack Baruth's um, Lotus Evora uh, oh, you bought uh, review. One. No, no, no. He went to Germany. He went to England to pick one up at the factory oh, right. and do his trip where he ran across, across Germany. There, avoidable, see avoidable contact there. Which And uh, they painted that for him just just so he could have the color he wanted for the story. Isn't that gangster? That's ridiculous. He I, apparently either tried to buy that or
1: something. I mean, it looks very good, so they'll sell it. I think if you wanted like oh, polka dots, they wouldn't. They wouldn't do it. But that um, color's dope. I think Travis talks more about that later in the show at the Buttonwillow interview as well. I think so. He got yeah. to go there, and he was jealous of Jack's experience, but his experience was still amazing. Travis got to drive the 430, which is the you know. So if the uh, so if the Avora
0: 400, let's say, what would the equivalent? I don't know what the equivalent is but like let's say the the 410 sport is like a GT3 cuz it's got this carbon fiber hatch and then the the GT430 would be the RS where it's like the super bucket seats and the bigger GT wing and like you know even less weight and I don't know maybe no air conditioning or whatever it is but Travis was like jizzing himself over that. The Cause he had a racetrack all day.
1: Yeah. Like for like literally five hours. They're well, just like, have a good time. Everyone. I've never been able to
0: go on a Lotus press launch. And in fairness, I have been invited to two of them and I haven't been able to go for scheduling reasons. Everyone who goes says they are the greatest. They say they were like someone, I think it was Mark Baruth or someone, uh, that, that looks like, uh, Oh, that's from, uh, Nurburgring or spa or something. But, um, Mark Baruth wrote about, uh, one at, uh, at Gingerman. And it was basically like they stayed in like, you know, one of the, the same hotel we stayed in for for uh, uh, grid life. Oh,
1: wow. Yeah. Like just yeah, the whatever just like hotel, a you know, and
0: ate whatever sandwiches. And it was like, but you got an hour and a half of track time, you know, like to yourself. And he's like, it was the best press launch I've ever been on, where like no money was spent on anything besides
1: keeping my ass in a car lapping around a track. That's great. Because the they're like, this is what we do. Uh-huh. We're showcasing what we do. Mm-hmm. That's it. You know? We don't need the frills. We don't need the frills. We don't pretend that you walk into a Lotus and you are suddenly a billionaire and you fly on like, you know, seagulls carry you yeah. in, a, in a bassinet. Like, Yeah, and if we're going to fly you to a racetrack,
0: we're not going to spend money whining and dining you. We're going to spend money getting extra track time so you can keep driving the car. I think that's
1: great. And I think that really speaks to what the car is about and how well it can handle track time, too. Yeah, Jack says you can hammer that thing at a racetrack all day, and it's golden. That's real impressive. It's nice. There's other companies where you're like, all right, three laps, and then it's time to have the bacon sampler. (laughs) It doesn't actually have a a temperature gauge. It has a
0: cold light and a hot light. That's it. When you start it up, the cold light is on, and after a few minutes, the cold light goes away, and I've never seen it, but apparently if you get it hot, there's a hot light.
1: That's it. I guess if you're driving hard, you don't really worry about the temp until it's too hot. Yeah, it's I mean, like all, that, all that matters is, is my engine warm enough? Is my engine cool enough? And yeah, that's true. <laughs> then that's it. If you've got an engine that cools well, okay. Like, it, it'll warm up, and it will cool back down. Yeah, yeah. That's it. That's it. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, it's true.
0: Yeah. I like the Evora 410 a lot. I would I would probably consider buying one. It'd be awesome. I think it's pretty sick. At first I was like nope, can't buy one. Camera case doesn't fit behind the seat. And then it did. I was like shocked. To fit behind the seat. That was awesome. A lot of room back there. Just move the move
1: the passenger seat and then If you slide, slide in. the
0: passenger seat all the way forward mm-hmm. and there this one had like a an optional like leather divider thing that was in there that I you couldn't just take out quickly. It was like screwed in. And so, if you didn't, whatever. But you can fit a bunch of shit in that car. You can't put any, there's nothing in the front, but there's a, there's the behind the seats, fits a bunch. And then there's an area behind the
1: engine. Uh, like if you yeah. open the and engine compartment, it, it was decent. It would hold like small, like a carry on bag, maybe. Yeah, or like it would hold some stuff. Something. You just couldn't put like milk back there because it gets warm because the exhaust is under it. Or it's ready for tea when you get home. Yeah,
0: or you could, could you could slow cook a brisket maybe back there over time. At a track day for like four hours, yeah,
1: yeah. that'd be pretty cool. I will. I had one gripe with the car. What was my gripe with the Evora? That's what you should do with that car for a month. What? Just try to slow cook something in the back for a month. No, no, no. you know, for <laughs> one of the days. Yeah, I can make jerky. Um, the USB port
0: wouldn't charge my phone. That was my gripe. Hmm. Whatever. But that was the gripe I had one.
1: I, I figure they could fix that yeah. I mean they shouldn't have to they, but shouldn't, they, could. they
0: probably shouldn't have to but right. I had to put the 12 volt U, USB thing in and use that which is whack besides that I mean, you know, it's 115 grand. I'm allowed to criticize a USB port for sucking, aren't I? Yeah, we criticized Audi for 10 years. Rest of the car. Yeah. Worst, worst technology partner (laughs) deal ever. (laughs) Hey, uh, let's do a technology partnership
3: on a proprietary cable. That was like a VGA cable.
0: (laughs) And it came came out like the year before USB. (laughs) I'm like, well, no boys, we got to stick with this one. (laughs)
1: They bought the rights. Shit. How long was that contract we signed? Shit. 2016. Yeah. <laughs> Why did we do? Oh, we got a very good price. Uh, yeah, what that is that? Is
0: that golf bags in an Avora? There you go. Yep. Pull that picture up, Timmy. Golf bags in an Avora. Although that does not look exactly like. That looks like a more base Avora. And if I were a betting man. I think the supercharged Avora has more cooling and different things and a smaller trunk opening than that. Yeah,
1: your engine did not look like that. My engine did not look like that. Actually, you could just see your engine. That looked like it had a cover. That's true. Yeah.
0: Um, but uh I would say 9 9.4 out of 10 for the Avora
1: 410 Sport. Pretty sweet. Excellent vehicle. If that ever hits 50 I hope when that hits 50 grand I can afford it cuz that's I like it. They I can drive it. I like they have
0: it. 96 month financing. They told me that at the dealer, they're like, I was like, like oh man, I, I think I'd like one day I'd like to buy one of these, and he's like, we'll do financing for ninety six months. I was like, yes, you will. That's insane. Orange County, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> While I was there, dude, I had this place. I'll shout them out, Eurocar. In uh, where are they in Costa Mesa? I think they're in Costa Mesa. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they are Eurocar, right? Mm-hmm. It's a it's like a secondhand European you know car lot, and it's, and it's Lambos and Ferraris and Porsches and Bentleys, and, and it's all it's all the fun stuff. It's you know late models, sports cars and supercars. And they I went down there, and that they are the newest Lotus dealer, so that's where I picked up the car. And uh, they had a bunch of Evoras as well, four hundreds well, and four tens, and. Uh, as i was like the just the goings on of that place on a saturday when i went to go drop the car off were like his st- like there was like a chinese college kid rolled up in like one of those g4x4 squares like the lift lifted Whoa. to and then like these three like youtuber car spotter type of like you know 15 year olds were there like taking pictures of everything and then there was the guy with the model um The model car. So there was this this dude who was actually coming on the podcast in a few episodes. I I scheduled him who was there with a model car that was like this big and it was $150,000. And he was trying to pitch building an actual car for like millions of dollars.
1: So to to clarify, it wasn't a model of any existing car. No, 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 no. It was
0: a prototype. You know, it looked like a concept car with a central driving position. It looked a lot like um, the uh, the AMG uh, Project One. Mm-hmm. It looked a bunch like that, but um, you know, different different details, etc. But like you know, big glass canopy kind of thing, and uh, and I guess this guy's gig is building and selling one-off uh, uh, hyper hypercars or whatever or whatever you want to call them one-off supercars for millions of dollars. Uh, to people who already
1: have everything else, which is crazy, mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm I'm very curious to talk to him about. You know, most people sell hyper cars. You know, on with renderings, yeah, or the idea of them with renderings. And this guy's like, no, I'm going back to like a thing you can touch and walk around. Yeah, very apparently strange. they have like a clay modeling studio.
0: Like this is it's the this company does like other things for uh, you know as uh, as contractors for other. You know smaller sports car companies and whatnot um but i don't know he's gonna come on the show and talk cool. about it Real sounds cool. crazy but yeah. that that guy was there like pitching this thing it was craziness down there very different very, scene than very than going dealership. very happenings lots of happenings and it was nice of them they kept my focus for me while i had the lotus it was nice of them to store the car so thanks Eurocar. go check that place out if you're in where your costa mesa wherever that place is um what else? Oh, yeah, and then we did a, did a week with the...
1: Well, you do. Tell me about off-roading, and then we'll come back to uh, the Julia. Um, so, the point of off-roading is that the girl I'm dating has always wanted a Jeep. Yeah. So, for Valentine's Day, I rented a Jeep. Like, color she wanted, you know, not the specs she wanted, but whatever. She, she likes old. She's like, I like old, shitty Jeeps. Uh, I was like, well, good. You have a cheaper hobby than we do. Um. And she's never really been off-roading. She likes camping and stuff. So I figured this would be a good entry into that. Like, she's going to drive the whole day. You know, we're going to figure like feel two wheel drive feel four like we went to the practice area at Rower flats
0: oh you went to Rower flats yeah
1: so i went there timmy that's where we took the land rover which yeah. is yeah. hilarious which we will yeah. i'll explain why it's layers in a moment so <laughs> um so we get there and we switched it's like you're driving all day this is for you to learn how this feels so you said old and shitty jeep how old and how shitty no no the jeep i rented was like a 2016 oh okay you know uh, i don't want to say where i rented it or anything but it was like a new good one yeah um, Two-door or four-door? Four. Four-door four. Four door Wrangler. Four-door Wrangler. Okay. Indeed. Yeah. Um, electronic, you know, sway bar release and lockers and stuff like that. Uh, no, she, if she bought one, she'd buy an old shitty Jeep and, like, take the doors off and uh-huh. clean out with a hose. This was a, a good new Jeep. And so we go to the practice area first, which is, like, let's let's have you experience tire slip in a controlled environment where we're not on the top of a hill with a spine <laughs> where you're going to be worried about that, like, there's nothing, nothing's going to go wrong here. Yeah. So we just... Went up a hill in two-wheel drive, went up a hill in four-wheel drive, like straddle these, you know, straddle this little crevasse ditch. Now mm-hmm. put your wheel in it, you know, kind of like going A, B, C, D, like all the things you might encounter yeah. on a trail. Did she enjoy her lesson? Yeah, no, she was stoked because yeah. it was like, she's like, this definitely feels different. You know, when you first, we've done like limited off-roading, I feel like. So when we go to the like Jeep launches and stuff and you're getting like two-wheel tilt and three-wheel mm-hmm. tilt, like it's very foreign. You know, we, for the amount of driving you and I have done,
0: yeah, it was, that is it a was strange sensation. more so a few years ago now, it doesn't once you go across a state in a fucking previa, you're like, whatever, dude, this this twelve
1: inch boulder is no problem for this hundred thousand dollars range rover. I did that in a previa. <laughs> I, I still have a different feeling, but I feel like the like the accent and the previa and everything, we are lower to the ground, and we also don't do quite as much like leaning three yeah. motion type stuff just i guess to we're wait. avoiding more obstacles avo- the key with us is always avoid the obstacles <laughs> um so we were like all right great we did some little baseline stuff and we have their map which says on it not to scale and looks like it was hand drawn in like the 60s and they the markings on the map for difficulty are terrible if you just
0: uh poorly marked or, or inaccurate or
1: what they're just poorly marked um there's a box in the bottom right of the map and it's got uh varying from easy to difficult to most difficult mm-hmm. and the car column so for the, the the atv and dirt bike column on this map tim so if you like, can
0: pull up the Rowher flats, flats map. map
1: i bet we i bet that map has
0: been published somewhere. oh totally
1: that's i mean i got it off the internet um the column for ATV and dirt bike are like filled. You know, it's oh this one, this one, this one. The ones for a car, it was literally only the bottom two that say most difficult. That no. That's that's a m- super that's much more better. That's much better. Much oh, more really? better. Yeah. All these maps look terrible.
0: <laughs> these maps all look they suck.
1: But so, so basically, I was like, "Well, I don't know where where we're going, but let's try and go up one of these ridge hills." Uh-huh. And so we we go past a couple of workers and we turn left and I see there's a post there and it's got a black diamond on it with like a jaggedy thing and I'm like, "Oh, that must be the sticker for this place. That must be the general logo for Rower Flats," is what I thought. You thought the general logo for Rower Flats was a black diamond and jaggedy? Face. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> and.
1: Rented Jeep, so it's no problem. <laughs> Actually, I was way more nervous in a, in a rented Jeep than I would have been in a press car. It turns out I went on the exact same trail that you guys went on in the yeah. LR4 view.
0: Track was, all,
1: that trail was awesome. I skipped past the part where you guys turned down that trail. Like I jumped ahead to where you guys were just driving. So I didn't realize that at the time. Oh. I went back and watched it later. But we got to like that first split. You know, mm-hmm. there's a split. So we're, she's driving. We're going down this little wash thing. Fine. Go up a little hill. We go around the split. Fine. The next thing is like a wall. It's like, and, I, and, I, and she just stops. I'm like, well, let's walk it and see what it looks like. Get out, walk up it, and look back down at the Jeep. I'm like, maybe we'll turn around. This might be a little intense for your first day. Yeah. Um, Turning around was an interesting deal. Like, it's just narrow there. You'd Don't go, you think it would have been easier just to continue up that wall and find a safe turnaround?
0: I backed down oh, to where it was flat. It.
1: Okay. I didn't turn around on the hill. I backed okay. all the way down to the I right. think.
0: Oh, there. that looks like about this, uh, give or take. <laughs> give or take that looks like about the section we we're discussing uh um, this place rower flats if you have this trail if you have a i don't know medium level of off-road ability and a reasonably capable four-wheel drive vehicle this trail's gangster go watch our my land rover lr4 one take with thaddeus and timmy and we take a stock lr4 up this thing Oof. That's, that's well a, okay yeah. yeah so put the here's the asterisk pull that picture up is you can end up like that guy who looks like he's seen better
1: days. Okay. So this is a good segue. <laughs> so we turn around, we go back to where the workers are and I go, Hey man, do you know of any trails here? that are like beginner medium, like trying to, cause for your first experience off-roading, you don't yeah. want to go to the black diamond, yeah. you know? So she would have been freaked out. And then I was like, mm, branded car. And I was like, yeah, cause we went down that trail and, uh, it seemed pretty gnarly. He goes, That's why it had a black diamond on it. (laughs) I was like, oh, he's like, and it gets gnarlier and he he points up the hill. He's like, you see that white thing next to the trail? I go, yeah. He's like, that's a cross because someone rolled down from there, which he points far, farther up the mountain. And he goes, that's what the locals just call like death, like death slope. It's Diablo Hill. (laughs) (laughs) You almost went up Diablo
0: Hill, bro. He said that, this guy had a, he had a great
1: shirt on that says, I'm drunk and I know shit. (laughs) Um, Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, so we, wait, so we, did you find a, a, a blue square or something? No. We, the only thing we could find, there were a lot of blue squares, but they uh, all the ones we passed said only for dirt bike ATV. Oh. So it seemed like this place, as cool as it is, is smaller than Hungry Valley by oh, a lot. I'm sorry. So I we went on like, like a, a uh, fire rodents or something, which was, you know, first half of it, she was like, oh, okay, this is still interesting. And then the second half, she's like, yeah, this is fine. Yeah. Sorry, I should have done it. I wish I had uh, Dude, that's not considered your fault. that. Not at all. huh? It was it was way prettier than Hungry Valley. It is, is way what prettier. There was yeah. nobody there. Yeah. Like I thought we you were the only people it driving. More. It, was it, was, it, was it was prettier. Awesome. Yeah,
0: Hungry Valley is great for practicing off-roading, but yeah. it's just not, a. it's dusty and windy and like, unless it's the most perfect day, it's just not a pretty place to take a, a girl on exactly. a big night. Yeah. There's no. a
4: good place to go endless trails running around there oh yeah maybe, we maybe went. not yeah yeah we had a good
0: time there yeah there's trails up by big Bear. Oh, that's right i mean so much further transit to get there but yeah. the trails were lovely if you wanted to go camping yeah it's more which i do like
1: and i mean i came out of this trip once again going off-roading is really fun yeah we should like, do that we should go. grab a,
0: a few trucks and do like an off-road comparison yep. camping trip. yeah
1: we should totally do that i
0: could probably sell that to somebody Maybe, maybe Travis will buy it, and we can do a we can do a road and track, yeah, man. SUV
1: comparison test. That night, I was looking up,
0: like I'm not sure. Let's
1: do a JL a ZR2.
0: Yeah, what's the new Wrangler cost? Like forty five fifty? Is that what they're going mm-hmm. for there now? So yeah, probably with all the what stuff. What else on is it. in that? It's Colorado Wrangler ZR2 Forerunner. Diesel, yeah. That's ZR2
1: diesel. What um, else is there? F- uh, Pathfinders
0: out. Right? Is there an Xterra yeah. still?
1: Nah. What's the the Who else Ram, Ram makes Rebel something? that's huge I know depends on, Does depends they, on the trail oh I
0: like guess Grand Cherokee The Grand, of course Grand yeah or do you include Grand Cherokee if you have Wrangler is that do you only give Fiat Chrysler Jeep one entry Wrangler's a lot you more, more hardcore huh yeah ZR2's more hardcore who else makes oh G-Wagon TR,
2: TRD Pro ah, Tacoma there you go. yeah you invite, 2019 invite G-Wagon. Johnny
0: Lee this is that's the dun dun dun, dun <laughs> where Lieberman shows up with a G-Wagon 10 minutes <laughs> into the video but wait <laughs> but wait that's it I sounds have like, a G-Wagon sure full like of you, bourbon <laughs> and then and then uh John Bothwell shows up in a Model T. And just chugs in reverse <laughs> up the whole hill. That would totally. be a good one. Let's do Wrangler versus Model T off roading. That'd be fun. I could probably sell that. Be a, uh, You yeah, heard it here, folks. Slow trips. F- yeah. F- for it the would. first yeah. trains it would be
1: slow. It would, but Lots we could of do fixing it. Yeah, that'd be cool.
0: Um so uh what was your uh what did you learn about how to teach someone how to off road? Was there a technique that worked better than others? Um, for, I don't I don't know what it's like to teach someone off offer. I've never tried that.
1: For well, for me it was. Most people don't ever experience tire slip. They don't ever experience lean. I mean, even a moderate amount of body lean. Like I'm still I still get shook by it a little bit. But in, think of like your normal drive commuting. Your car is basically flat for life. Yeah. You know. So it was interesting to see someone just. Maybe putting the car at like five degrees, you know, one tire's in a trough, "Ah!" and do that exactly. So it, I just tried to go through the different experiences you might have when you are then on a trail, yeah. So that then when those happen, she wasn't freaked out, and that that worked really well. Not to like to my own horn, but she's like, yeah. If we hadn't done that down there in the controlled area, like right now, I probably would be way more nervous. But you know, and even like you know next to a steep ledge climb we like found a couple little hills to climb it was like this is like what we did it's just if you get it wrong now we die but you won't you (laughs) know because you are you've done this before
0: yeah that's excellent. Yeah, we were that
1: teetering on two wheels with the LR4, if you remember. Really? We did a couple, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And we also, I think, nicked a wheel on a rock. Yeah. We didn't get out of there quite scot free, although that mm. thing had like twenty ones on it or something. It was ridiculous. It did have big rim. for, and we for having zero big preparation whatsoever. And yeah. I, I felt well, that's what
1: a Range Rover does. A Range right. Rover
0: is mm-hmm. preparation. No, yeah. you just go.
1: Right. <laughs> that's what. That's what they I, I, de- I definitely watched that video again. I was like. I was uh, slightly embarrassed that we turned around on that because you guys did with like all season tires yeah. and everything <laughs> yeah. and I was in, like this like slightly lifted Jeep but
0: it was cool yeah. I, would, I would love to go back to that trail again and do that trail again and be a little more prepared than we were like bring like drinks <laughs> yeah, oh my you know? yeah. no we were just like let's drive up this mountain and like, we we were it sounds like completely us. unprepared we all i had was like one water each and gopros you know and it just took long you know off-roading takes a long time mm-hmm. and so by the time we actually got to the other end it was actually like dark you know and and we didn't quite prepare for that as well as we could have but yeah. um the trail was badass
1: yeah. yeah. I wanna I wanna have more experience off roading just so that it's I just feel more comfortable doing it, you know, like getting three wheel or you know, how much how much lean a car can have. You know, even like those some of those like slow turns where the you know the car is at like a fifteen degree angle. And yeah. you're just going around a turn. Yeah, yeah But yeah. it's just such a foreign sensation.
0: Yeah. Oh, you know what else is a good there's a good this a little inside baseball for those of you not from Los Angeles, but Jawbone Canyon area has a good remember that area there's trails there's that trail that runs up the pipeline up the side and then there's some easier trails that go around the back that are good for uh i'll probably jawbone is where uh is one of the places zwart said
1: to bring the safari car oh um, because i remember where we drove the jaguar it had like nice fire road yeah so i'm sure that leads to trails
0: yeah i think i did a one take of a honda pilot up there, and as yep. well as the off-road uh, oh, 240Z, right.
1: the, the Peking to Paris 240Z,
0: that was the fire roads yeah. of Jawbone. Yeah. So
1: that was like the the rim road we took at Rower Flats was like that.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Alpha Julia Quattro... Um, really interesting car. I'm like the last guy around to drive, to, to review it. It's been <laughs> out for like two years now. Uh, very fast. So... <laughs> it's that that's that's like HRE. though that's like an hre picture Rendering. um yeah that's it um Oof, it's so uh it's got a it's got a motherfucker of a motor uh you know it's 500 horsepower mm-hmm. it's 3300 pounds it has an eight-speed gearbox uh, automatic and um it's so italian it's really italian like it's really um it's really good at going fast I was up in uh, San Francisco our new our new our new part-time I suppose home in the areas uh, the, down by uh, Pescadero and uh, Alice's restaurant. Mm-hmm. Our new crib is three and a half miles from Alice's Ooh. so I got the car uh, here in LA I drove it to San Francisco um, and I took the 25. Oh did I have a drive It was glorious up to 25 the whole way and then I dipped around the 198. The is gangster to the twenty five went down and then up PCH the whole way the whole rest of the way. Damn, I really took and then I I did it fast too. This car is one of those cars where like it kind of makes you want to drive like a dick. Um,
1: alphas tend to do that. Um, I think cars that just feel the way you expect them to feel dynamically make you want to do that. Because it when it's easy to go quickly, you just start you just do it. Just start doing it. Mm -hmm. And so like my moving average was it's very high.
0: I think I I probably on the twenty five I probably sustained like over eighty. It was it was that road was was perfect. And on the way home I did it at sunrise too it was gangster. But um it's really good at going fast as car. It's got quick steering. You know, I had the eight thousand dollar optional ceramic brakes, which I'll circle back to in a minute as to why you should not get those. Mm. <laughs> and, um, um, you know, it's got Pirelli corsas on it, which are sixty treadwear. So they're very sticky. That's funny. Um,
1: That's the Abarth marketing move. Yeah.
0: Um, it has... Uh, I had the one with the touring seats. Remember the one we had at VIR for drive? Wasn't there. Had the, oh, you weren't there. Okay. So the one we had at VIR for drive had the carbon seats, and I did not like them at all. I've heard that. Um, and this one had the touring seats, which actually I think are the, quote, base seats for that car. Much more comfortable. Um, not fancy or anything, but like good bolstering, decent adjustable lumbar. And I did... 1500 miles in the car in a week with no back pain so
1: okay that's pretty good uh, because i think i read in one of the earlier reviews like the the seat cushion felt short it does but it has the extension it's got the extension extension. i don't know if
0: that's new from when it originally happened but it's got it now so um i thought it was great um the steering wheel like the driving position is very good um and like the gauges are are nice and clear not fancy Mm -hmm. um the, the whole car not particularly fancy um the carbon fiber work is very nice the the things that what's well, it's the nicest interior i've seen out of an alpha and
1: really ever um the last one i drove was a 4c which this is way better than that well I, i've been in the, the julia when i went and shot uh, oh yeah. tracks PCOTY thing yeah. oh okay so, so
0: you, you know mm-hmm. um So, okay, so it's really good at going fast. It's also pretty good on the highway. It has uh, has magnetic shocks, and they're adjustable with the different drive modes. And so on the highway, you
1: know, it rides well, and
0: it's... uh, it's
1: Noticeable difference in the drive modes? Yes,
0: yes. Big difference in the throttle response, big difference in the um, engine characteristics, um, the shocks, you know, get mut go from very soft to very stiff. The range is is pretty uh, – you can't really drive the car in dynamic and race. You, on the street, the stiff is too stiff. So you have to – you put the car in race and then dial the shock down. And doesn't race turn all the stuff off? That's you what's can't amazing. go – see, here's a gripe, is you can't leave the exhaust open all the time without being in race. Race also turns off traction control completely, which – you kind of feel like an asshole going to the grocery store and turning traction control off, but you not but, if you're awesome but the, <laughs> but the car it's not like it's that loud like yeah. you really do want to hear it in loud all the time And even if you put it in just dynamic, I wish dynamic had the exhaust open all the time yeah. dynamic gives you open exhaust like above 4,000 rpm so, so you get that weird thing where the
3: like, yeah hot. Remember like
0: my vanquish used to do before I did the transmit it did that and it's that's not good so you either want to get an aftermarket exhaust, which I heard a clip of a Capristo and it sounded like Whoa, oh god, it's awesome, or you have to put it in race, in which case you don't have traction control. Right. So um, I didn't have a problem with not having traction control. The car's got a lot of grip, and I think I'm a decent enough driver to not have a crash in the dry. I don't need traction control, but but Hannah, some people. But I'm driving to the store right. and Hannah's looking over. I'm like, what do you turn off traction control for? And that watch. leads me to you watch. Well remember you know Hope mo- you got a sponge in your pants. Well, it used to drive me nuts when Morningstar was living out here. Anytime mm-hmm. he would get in the car, he would immediately turn off trash control and I'm like, Tom, we're going to dinner. What are you doing? He's like, you can't. I, it's it's invasive. I was like, what are you gonna do that it's gonna stop you? That it's gonna invade on the drive to dinner, right? now?"
1: <laughs> you know? he's like, I just can't have it on. That's more of a. Uh, that's like a platform of his. Well,
0: it's a yeah, it's a Morningstar. It's a mor- yeah. He can he can put that on a shelf alongside
1: his BlackBerry, <laughs> <You know?
0: laughs> which he's still using. Um, I love Tom. He's just he's really he doesn't. He, you gotta like. You can't get him off once he gets focused yeah. on a certain thing. He's got
1: some open avenues and he's got some one-way streets <laughs> yeah. and he's got some uh, cul-de-sacs.
0: <laughs> that is such a funny one. So, um, all right. So, the Julia is great at going fast. I wish you could leave, make it loud, you know, for all the time because it's, it's really very quiet most of the time. So, um, there were some bad things, too. As much as I enjoyed driving it. Okay, so points for it looking good, points for it being apparently built well, points for it being comfortable for 1,500 miles, points for me taking the long way up and back even though I definitely didn't need any more canyons, you know what I mean? And I spent two full days in the San Francisco canyons with this car. Like I basically did nothing but drive this thing for like four days.
1: Because the second canyon trip back is is voluntary. The second you know one I mean? is 100% right. voluntary. If you were over it, you would have Highway 5'd it.
0: Right, because the way this road works is like when you leave I don't. it doesn't matter it's voluntary well okay
1: for people real quick there's three ways to get to San Francisco from LA the yeah. fastest way is the five which yes. is dead straight you can see it from space it's a ruler <laughs> the other one is the 101 which curves along the coast and, and is, is currently not much slower and is currently closed off in some sections from oh because of mudslides yeah um, so the time difference between those is, is not that big or uh, there's PCH and then PCH which is the slow way and it's also closed right now for mudslides also closed for mudslides and takes days and then the 25 goes between 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 the five and the one hundred and one, in those kind of center valley mountains, and it's it's awesome. It's a canyon road. It's It's not a highway. With very different, it's got you know the lower end is very tight, and the upper end is super open. Yeah, it's got big,
0: huge straights, and Mm -hmm. then it's got a really nice tight section, and it's very, very fun. And there's nobody on it. Anyway, so though there are many good things about this car, like many, many good things, like it's very fun to drive when you're going fast, and it's very, very rewarding and it talks to you and it's it really it's very intuitive to drive it fast you can pretty much get in it right away and go go pretty quick I and mean, like the m3 mm-hmm. you know everyone will want to know is it better than the m3 it's not better or worse it's like if you if you and your friend are in an m3 and a julia and you're on a track and you're gonna race the better driver is gonna win that's how that's gonna go you know what i mean so yeah but it's very fun to drive fast now there are some bad things okay the MMI system is really slow and clunky, which, duh. Okay. (laughs) It is. It stinks. Um, And I had problems like when I plugged my phone into the USB, music would come through, podcasts would come through, phone calls would come through, GPS directions would not come through, Waze or Google Maps. Mm, Okay. Now, over Bluetooth, they would come through, but I couldn't have my phone plugged in. You cannot have the phone plugged in to charge, but have it be connected over Bluetooth. You have to pick one.
1: That was a problem a lot of cars had, like, five years ago. And this there is the
0: problem with the Julia. The other problem it has is a problem that cars had five years ago, which is the ceramic brakes that were $8,000 are brake by wire, and... Break by wire is a really cringy thing to tell a car guy because it's like, I'm going to remove this feel from you and make it more like Forza. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And here's your steel condom. Right. And the NSX, which you've had a go in, mm-hmm. it's seamless. If I didn't tell you that car was break by wire, you wouldn't know. Right. And that's all in the software, it's in the programming. The Julia has, <laughs> it's one of the really one of the most tone, tone deaf naming schemes it's called ibs <laughs> uh and
1: uh it's what ben stiller had in uh long game poly <laughs> yeah, it
0: means you shit a lot yeah <laughs> and uh so basically the the if you're doing 150 mile an hour haul downs at the track the brake pedal is very right now let's get her done but if you're sitting in a Los Angeles traffic jam and going from zero to three to zero to three to zero to three, you only need like 1% brake pressure to haul the car down from three. <laughs> but it is not possible. It is not possible. You cannot brush the brake light enough to get less than like 7% brake pressure. Okay. So it's it's jerky wow so Hannah gets and I didn't notice it so much at first I was like I was sort of like because race car and then Hannah gets in the car to go to dinner and she's like did you forget how to drive on the way up here <laughs> and I'm like what do you she's like you're jerking the brake and I'm like it's it's not me it's the. G-. so I went to visit Musto I go Musto drive this car and he's jerking the brakes and I'm like and then I take my shoes off and I try and drive a barefoot and I can't I cannot press the brake light enough. The lowest setting to come is too to high. a smooth stop in traffic. Mm-hmm. Now, the, I haven't driven. This is only Julia. I've really driven. So I've, I asked Jack Baruth and I asked people who, if they'd driven ones with the steel brakes, and apparently, it's not quite that bad with steel brakes. Mm-hmm. Then there's another problem. When you turn the steering wheel to full lock, either way. Okay, and this mainly happens pulling into a parking space or in, into or out of my garage. You when you my garage is on sort of a narrow street, just it's garage to street. So you just when you pull out, you have to immediately make a full lock ninety degree turn. When you do that and then move either forward or reverse, the car goes gung 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 gung, gung, gung. You know the feeling of like a a diff locking up when mm-hmm. you're making too tighting of a too tight of a turn. Imagine that at the front. So, it's almost like the steering is quick, but it's almost like, and I'm guessing here, I'm not a mechanic or an engineer. I'm just trying to explain what it, this felt like. And I had three other people in the car that confirmed to me that I wasn't insane. The car was do- people who had driven other Julias. So, when you turned the wheels, it seemed almost like the full lock, like the end of the rack, the wheels are not quite the same radius. You know what I mean? So, it's like one is like, you know, like being pushed or some I don't know. I don't know how yeah. the math would work on this, but it did that. You should and ask it sounded I feel like broken. he would know. He like probably he would know would the
1: answer to that question. The people, the people that rode that had driven other Julius, did they say that theirs the same thing Jack, or that yours was unique? Jack said some of theirs did, which is great. Well, some of them have some check them engine did. lights and some of
0: them don't. Oh, mine did. I know. Mine threw three check engine lights. Uh, two were identical and then one was different. And one was a general check engine light. And that happened um, just while I was driving. Those are just, meaningless. Just while I was driving. I, had, I was sort of low on fuel, not crazy low, but like a quarter tank. And filling up made it go
1: away. So there was that one. And it didn't say it wasn't a low fuel light. It said service engine light. So then and then I had... Well, it could have been um, like the seal of the gas cap. Can, this is like can sometimes yeah, yeah. set off a, like a, a check engine light, which is totally can super dumb. In twenty eighteen, they should have just text that says your gas cap yeah, is too loose. But it can, but. Uh, but I
0: didn't touch the gas cap for the length of that tank of fuel, and it happened at the end. So mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe whatever. And then the other two were uh, service electronic throttle control, and. Uh, no I'm, no problem I'm, so it did that and then it goes into limp mode you know and it won't let you rev, rev it and I didn't get stranded or anything like I was able to drive the car and uh, and in both cases it, it fixed itself after a long rest like a half hour rest <laughs> had like a half hour off lock unlock a couple times and it fixed itself it needed a long lunch a cappuccino you know so it, like it's Italian it's good at going fast it's bad at going slow it's gonna probably give you a couple of headaches but it looks good, you know. It's are, are not we at a weird stage
1: where Ferraris are Ferraris the work. user-friendly, reliable they, Italian they car? They work, yeah, they work. Interesting.
0: I don't know. I don't understand what, what, why. I mean, it could be that the more money goes into more engineering. I mean, look, I didn't have a problem with the mm. engine per se, or and yeah, nothing like no hardware broke.
1: I had a, I had, I had a couple of computer issues. Well, I think. But I think we're at a stage where we're really not going to have many hardware issues, you know, like totally I, I have this stupid rant where everyone goes, this car lasts forever. They say it about 911s, they say it about M3s, mm-hmm. they say it about plenty of cars. And I keep saying, no, you're saying the, the rotating assembly lasts forever because <laughs> everything around that and and like you had your weird fuel issue on your 911, the mm-hmm. thing under the seat like, oh, the relay. Yeah. Yeah. There's There's always these like, you know, coil packs. I mean, LS engines are pretty damn reliable, but like okay a coil pack goes ask am ready. right <laughs> so it's it's all we have so many computer systems that is what is going to break I think yeah. the metallurgy and that science now is so good Yeah, you're not going to have like Oh, these rods cracked. No, randomly. probably yeah. not. I mean,
0: well, you've you you, you have, you've had stuff like that. I mean, look, I, they put the wrong head gaskets in a bunch of Focus
1: RSs, didn't they? Good point. And the E92
0: BMW M3s weren't all that long ago that they were having whatever that issue is with the, what is it, rod what bearings? Are they, rod bearings. Uh, rod bearings?
1: Uh, the e forty six have that, too. They just yeah. got replaced.
0: They, uh, they, but all the problems, really, that I had with the Alpha, from the phone thing to the electronic throttle control to the programming of the brakes, that's all computer shit. Mm-hmm you know the 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 fact that the brake by wire in the NSX is very good and in this car it's really bad is like that's all in the
1: software that's the hardware i i they might even use the same supplier for that i mean it could just be brembo that would be interesting because you know as we know with mechanical brakes there there are so many systems interacting like the the pedal itself and then the arm, like what's that made out of? Mm-hmm. How much flex does it have? Like is it, does it buttresses to make it stiffer or, or, you know, softer? Master cylinder size, like, uh, stand, like the line size, like all those things can influence the feel. Yeah. So I'm wondering if the reason the steel brakes felt better than the carbon is if they didn't grab as hard, then... Even though that, that yeah. the small percent is seven, yeah. seven isn't enough to like that's, grab the car. That's exactly what I'm saying. Like the the software could easily be just as crappy,
0: but with less of an aggressive you know mm-hmm. pad and rotor to to deal with it, you know, same thing.
1: So maybe they can reflash it and just maybe. I mean, there
0: could be a, this could be a software yeah. a thing that could be adjusted in software, but like I would hope. I don't that's think the, benefit. the brakes were broken in my car. I just think
1: that no, that's no. how they are. But hopefully. Because everything's electronic now, that they can go in and go, oh, okay, let's just tone back how much brake you get, yeah, because it's a computer, yeah, and then you know you can go about your day, yeah, that'd be cool, yeah,
0: but um, you know, it, it's when you list off all the things that happened, it does sound like quite a lot, mm-hmm. uh, but like, um, well, it's a
1: brand new car. I mean, that's yeah, it's, it's a, hard. It's
0: a little, it it could use maybe a little more time in the oven,
1: yeah, a little bit because see them around. The, they're awesome. uh,
4: Driver's car of the year or something. It Best was the motor car, trend car of the year.
0: Should, can we look up the list of all previous motor trend cars of the year, please? I'd like to see some other cars that they have named the car of the year in the past and see how well those cars have aged that's over good time. question. Let's see. Maybe just- Do th- you see Alex Roy's did, article uh, about this? When he came up with the term motor trended? Mm-hmm. That's a good, <laughs> that's it's a, a good term. <laughs> interesting read. I really like that term a lot. No, you're going to have to go find like a wikipedia of it, Tim. They're they're not gonna. like
1: list of motor trend yeah, cars. Yeah, the list of past winners. Um they it sucks. They're really I think they're real good looking. They everyone who drives them just says dynamically they're super fun. Sam Smith was like, "Oh, I wish the M3 had like a touch more of this kind of spiciness that it has." Um, it
0: is spicy. I mean, the cars the cars very fast. I mean I, I I had driven that uh uh you know, the Lotus Evora four four ten. I traded the same day for this and I mean I feel it really feels like the alpha would probably win in a drag race, you know, and this is a it's a sedan. It's not like a you mm-hmm. know it's not a, a sports car. Here we go. Oh yeah, here we go. How far back do we want to oh, wow. go? Wow. How far back should we go? Fifteen years and see what what's fifteen years ago. So that's two thousand three. Can right? you z- uh can you zoom in the font zoom and in put, on it on, that. put it on put it on
1: the screens, please?
0: All right. What other cars? Oh, you know, some of these, some of these aren't so bad. Okay, I. You know what? Maybe I'm being a little unfair. Back to 2003. There's Infiniti G35, which I think at the time was a was a very good car. Mm-hmm. But that first came out, the new one, Toyota Prius, the redesigned Prius in 04, Yeah, three hundred. Chrysler 300. Honda Civic. Toyota Camry. Cadillac CTS. Nissan GTR. Ford Fusion, PT, Chevy Cruiser. Volt, Volkswagen Passat, Tesla Model S, Cadillac CTS. Wow, they're really trying to give that to the CTS so badly, aren't they? <laughs> Volkswagen Golf, uh, Chevy Camaro, Chevy Bolt,
1: Alpha Julia. Hmm,
0: you it's, know, not, it's not a, it's not a, it's not a horribly unrealistic list, is it? You, I, you know what I, I see on this list? Credit. I
1: see like a like fifty percent of them seem to be like interesting newcomers. Um... And I don't mean that in a bad way. Like Lincoln LS. I remember when that car came out, I, I just liked it. It was like pretty good looking. It was, you know, V8. Yeah, sedan. the Lincoln LS shared a platform with the Jaguar S type and it had a small bore,
0: little four liter V8 in it. I worked at a dealership when the LS came out and I remember thinking
1: it was kind of cool. I still like the way it looked. Yeah. I remember a car and driver, I think, put nitrous in one. <laughs> like, And they did a publication. It was like you floored it and it activated. It was pretty cool. I mean, they, so they have a, uh, where was it? PT Cruiser. Like they yeah. have some weird ones in there that are like, look, at least this is doing something different. Yeah, Maybe and in fairness, good, like I hate
0: the P. Everyone hates the PT Cruiser, but how many of them fucking things do they sell? I mean, just mm-hmm. you know, there's. They haven't. If you go back to the '90s, they have some proper shit boxes. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, honestly, the in '87 the Thunderbird Turbo Coupe was the car of the year. Fuck off with that, that Ford Taurus LX in '86. Well, '86, the '86 Ford Taurus was the. SHO? like No 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 like that was the it, that car was like from the future in 86 Really oh, like the right, first right, 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 Ford right. Taurus was like like it came from the future. It was yeah. the first car because American cars. It was in RoboCop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was RoboCop's car. Yeah, exactly. That's what you're talking like. The first Taurus was so dope. RoboCop drove one, um, I and it was just black. Remember. It was not even. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't even like Back to the Future Two, where they tried to like up future it. Like I'm pretty sure it was just black... it was a black, just a black Taurus. Yeah, go back. Look. At yeah, the
1: '86 Taurus was so futury. Which is Wait, so funny to look at you get a picture of RoboCop and his Taurus, though? I'm going to look at the interior of this thing.
0: Well, it's, it's bullshit
1: now. Oh, no, no, I know it is, but, I, like, but in for 80s, the time, in 86, you know. the
0: Taurus was a... <laughs> look at that! The Robo... <laughs> what year is RoboCop supposed to happen? He's from the future. <laughs> look at RoboCop's whip. It's just a black Taurus. <laughs> oh, man, this Amazing. had... Uh... Why
2: does nobody
0: why does everyone have uh you know night rider cars and shit and back to the future cars and nobody just gets a fucking junkyard taurus and puts rattle cans and steelies and be like i'm robocop bitch this
1: thing had it had buttons on the steering wheel yeah they did
0: pontiac did that would love the buttons on the steering wheel as well yeah but that car no so that the taurus you i'll give him points for the taurus that shit was influential as fuck that that was the Taurus was a proper game changer. Every American car, like in 1984, Tim, pull up a picture of like a 1984 uh f- just Google 84 Ford. 1984 Ford. Just see what comes up. Like F-150. Look okay. But like every car, just share that, share that over. Look how fucking it's like the death of Chrome, right? It's boxy. And the end of you know how old does Ford's eighty four lineup look compared to the eighty six Taurus? You know what I mean. The eighty six Taurus was like holy futuristic, you know, curves. Yeah, it yeah. took it was a step. Yeah, yeah, and it was really the first car to first car to do that. I mean, I'm pretty sure that that predated any of the rounded stuff from japan i mean the accord was like boxy until 89 very true the camry was boxy until 91
1: you know this the taurus was round before anything was round it's true yeah and that kind of ushered in the the whole 90s everything was just round and the the taurus got smoother and smoother
0: even the even the fucking beldar conehead was from outer space and he drove a sable he drove the sable (laughs) version of it ford lincoln mercury sable
1: The owner of a Buick LeSabre. Your car's about to be towed. I took driver's ed in a Ford Taurus. Um, I think I drove a, like an 86 Camry. Oh, driver's it's ed, ed so like cars cigarettes. are always terrible. Yeah, mine
0: yeah. did too. You know, they, that, was, that was cool back in the day. The driver's ed could, instructor could just smoke in the car. It was, that yeah. was legit. My guy
1: was definitely like a roadie for ZZ Top or something. <laughs> <the past laughs> hey, I, Mr. see right.
0: The driver's ed route included going to get Mr. C breakfast.
1: <laughs> oh, man. I did, I did a lesson with a manual transmission. And this guy took me downtown on a Friday night in Santa Cruz, and I stalled it like three times in front of lots of kids I didn't know, but my brain was like, all of these people will remember you forever.
0: (laughs) Everyone will remember your stall. Everyone will remember the
1: stall in this (laughs) shitty Camry.
0: All right. I don't think that Julia is a car of the year. That's just my opinion. I don't think that's a car of the year. I think too many people have had too many problems with them in testing to be a car of the year. That's yeah, just my I opinion. I agree. Like Hanano around the street from my house. That can't be the best dive bar in L.A. They don't serve liquor. I don't care how good the fucking burgers are. Mm-hmm. Just feel me. They don't serve liquor? Not at Hanano. It's beer and wine. Oh, well, I've been there strangely for like breakfast. Yeah, once. and they have a good breakfast sandwich. But they, yeah. It's yeah, very right, voted be. like best dive bar in L.A. And they don't serve liquor. What kind of horseshit is that? Yeah. Um... Oh, shit. I wanted to tell you about this. Fuck. Dude, we're in... I'm in... I'm uh, pick up Hannah from Facebook, okay? And I'm going, getting on the Bayshore Parkway, which is like a three-lane divided highway. Three mm-hmm. lanes each way. And there's like lights like every half mile, okay? But it's like basically a highway with a few traffic lights on it, okay? So picture this scene. Um... We are on this this uh, this highway. We're going about 50 in the Julia, approaching a light, okay? There's two two left turn lanes and traffic has built up in the two left turn lanes. There are two go straight lanes, okay? Traffic has built up in the straight lane next to the turn lanes. So the 3 of the 4 lanes have traffic. Mm-hmm. The the rightmost lane is wide open, okay, as we approach the light. I move to the right lane. And I don't even really have to slow down. And I'm following a pickup truck, an old Toyota pickup truck. He moves into the right lane, I move into the right lane behind him, traffic is stopped, we can see from at least 100 yards out, the light turns green. It's a solid three, four seconds before we reach the light that it's green. It's a solid green. Just as the truck approaches the intersection, from behind the stopped traffic peaks a cyclist crossing the highway on our green light. And we don't see him. I don't I see his tire peek out from behind traffic and go, oh god. Truck locks up the brakes and slides and tags this cyclist at 50. Ooh. Dude, when I tell you this cyclist flew. Like an easy hundred feet, he crushed the truck's windshield. Obviously, blew out the windshield, right? And crushed the roof of the truck as well. So
1: he, so he didn't get hit by. So it wasn't that tall a truck. He like no, it was like a nineteen
0: eighty five, like the kind of truck a gardener drives, right? Like an old eighties Toyota pickup truck, like the lower one, not a lifted one. Hits this cyclist broadside. The guy had a green light. Yeah, guy had a green light, legit. And he locked the brakes as soon as he saw the guy, but it wasn't enough. Hits this guy, and this guy flies across, like, he he flew past the crosswalk on the other side of the intersection. Holy he shit, He flew the man. entire distance of the intersection. And Hannah was, you know, like, traumatized seeing that shit. We were both 100% certain this guy was dead. I mean, I, you watch an impact like that, and you go, that's the end for him. And I pull over, which actually was a good thing I pulled right over because pulling over quick avo- avoided a rear ending. Mm-hmm. I would have been rear ended if I didn't pull over. So I look at the mirror and pull over. I got 911 on the phone. She goes over to, like, you know, see the guy. And, you know, she's walking up to this guy expecting to, to see just like a gruesome dead body. And this dude's fucked up, but he's not dead. And, uh, and I, you know, I got the ambulance coming and there's. Because of the traffic in the street, there's crossing guards, like, there. So they're, like, trying to direct traffic around this, like, guy who's like,
1: fucked up in the street. Wait, why were there crossing guards there? Because, um... Is it, like, when they have cops, you know, on
0: an intersection because... They have cops because-, because the traffic gets very heavy there. This is, like, five o'clock on a Thursday. Okay. Like, tr- like it's very heavy traffic going the other way.
1: Are the cops, wor- you know, are they adhering to they're what the light's cops. doing? They're crossing guards. Okay. They're not
0: police officers. Okay. So they're... They're there. They see this guy get hit, but like, they're not EMTs or police. They, so they just sort of like, I'm on the phone. Hannah's like got her like hands around this fucking guy's head, going, "Don't move," you know. I'm trying to get ambulances coming. I don't even really know like what city are you in. I'm like, I don't even fucking know. Uh, I was like, I hit my GPS on my phone, like find me, you know. I just learned
1: they can't look that up. I said I
0: gave them the intersection and that go. that worked, but um um but anyway, response time was like three and a half minutes. It was considering the traffic was like very good and it happened that like a tow truck pulled up that had an off-duty police officer driving the tow truck and he was able to like help the guy didn't die but like he was like you know blood out of his nose and mouth and like his, he definitely had a punctured or collapsed lung yep. like you know it sounded like he was drowning it was horrible
1: yeah was absolutely horrible I mean, but you're not he's not landing on his feet from that distance and, or, and so running it out, weird too,
0: Jesus. because the guy was wearing like a diesel ass helmet, like a more than standard helmet. And he it was broad daylight and he was wearing a bright yellow safety vest, too. And like a guy who wears a helmet like that and a vest like that, it's like a middle aged dude, like in his 40s, like. A guy who wears a helmet like that and a vest like that—he's pushing—is pushing the limits on u- red lights, crossing highways. Like, it didn't make any sense. It was weird.
1: Do you, I mean? Yes, we won't know, but I wonder if a crossing guard waved him through, and he—you know—they yeah. like it. Could be. They they overestimated how much time could, was left. Like, totally you know, could be. And I'm sure the legal papers will decide that. It really it, it could
0: be. But dude, the guy flew so far, so far, and. Uh, you know, you have to give statements to the cops and all that. Mm-hmm. And it's just a whole, it was crazy. Hannah's been trying to find out to follow up on this guy. Um, and we can't, we just can't find anything. She's been like, you know, traumatized with seeing this guy get smashed by his car.
1: It's really, really brutal. Amazing. I mean, there's a huge difference in mass. Like, think about when you watch like a lineman hit a running back. Yeah. You know, three guy's 300 pounds, guy's like 230. Yeah. And the guy who's 230, he moves. Like, you know, the guy who's 300 will, will win and stop that yeah. person. Yeah. So that's a 70-pound difference. Yeah. You know, this is on a magnitude of uh, 10, 20. 3,500 pounds versus 200 pounds. Right. Yeah. That's and I felt crazy. so bad for
0: the guy driving the truck, too. He was like a Hispanic dude, you know, in a, in a cheap truck, just, just going home from work or whatever. Didn't really speak English like not his know? fault. I'm, no, no, yeah. no. And me and Hannah were like, we're staying here And we're totally. making sure this fucking cop knows that this guy had a green light, you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely like, You know in the, the the cop the cop was just doing his job But you know if you had anything to drink or there any drugs in the car and I'm just sort of like Like please say no, <laughs> please do not give this guy this poor man any extra shit like this There's no way this truck is covered comprehensive. He just lost his truck for sure on top of the fact that he has to deal with the fact that he he might have just maimed this dude unintentionally, mm-hmm. you know he's got a lot to deal with. Please, officer, do not give this guy an answer. And the
1: light was grief. green. If if you and the truck had been reversed, yeah. you would have done that. same. you would have been yeah, like, yeah. yeah, cool, green light, like yeah. I can pass all these cars. Yeah. Yeah, 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 all the time. I may have been able,
0: may have been able to avoid that guy, in a Julia with ceramic brakes and good tires, like may. Have been able to make that move and get around mm-hmm. him. But all, like all of I, the timing
1: was perfect, but
0: yeah. It, yeah, I mean, I've I've made moves moves around weird shit that's happened before. Like mm-hmm. I could, might be able to, but in an '85 Toyota, hell no, not a, it was crazy. Wow, man, not something you ever want to you ever really want to see. No, it was really really, really brutal. And if someone is out there who knows that person that got hit outside of Facebook on Thursday, 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 wow, uh, please, scary. yeah, it was extremely brutal. Uh, do we have anything? Speaking of Facebook, do we have any questions before we could do another 10 or 15 before? This might be a long show if we do all this and then yeah. throw it to Travis and Sam at and Buttonwillow. Bonus show, boys. I'm going on vacation, so you get a long show.
2: Oh.
1: Um. Uh, let me delete the, the ones we've already covered on the Julia. Um, someone asked me how the road noise and insulation was in the Accord, because uh, on the one take it sounded loud. Uh, it was. I did not realize how loud it was. And when it turned down... Really? So the first part of it I drove on... What was I? Big Tahunga, I think. And it was the smooth section, new. And when I turned down like the old section, it's got... No, Angeles Crest, too big Tahunga, And uh, it has all like the, those tar <laughs> seams in it. Mm-hmm. And you can hear in the video, it's suddenly like... And it's just loud. And the car was definitely louder than I expected for a car that is meant for commuting you know tires lift chauffeur probably hardish tires but I think they also they also took a lot of weight out of the car from the last generation and that's probably where they saved some of it (sighs) because I remember that the same thing happened in like I think like 2014 I got a Passat
0: i remember that right the cheapening it it was the the cheapening of the passage the cheapening
1: of volkswagen and they'd saved a bunch of weight for mpg but i was like this car is way noisier inside than like my 97 jetta was yeah and you know it's 20 or different because there's more plastic and they take out a lot of sound baffling so uh yeah it was it was it was pretty noisy inside if you were on like uh well roads around la basically with Mm -hmm. cracks and stuff Hmm. surprising Um, good video though check out zach's one take Check it of out. the Accord Accords Sport, so someone said a, our base of war is worth it. You said no earlier. I just our base of war is worth it. Uh, I'm not to
0: me, but uh, but that's maybe you find something else about them that you like.
1: I don't know. Have the you price. driven the <laughs> new Civic Si? Did you now that car? Well, I, I did okay. the, the the Sport and the Type R. I've not done the Si. Someone asked uh, for a daily that or the Accord, and we neither of us have driven the Civic. So if you need more space, I mean the Accord,
0: it would be tough to. To need more is the SI only available as a coupe, or can you get the SI as a sedan? If you can get the SI as a sedan, I can't possibly imagine needing much more room than this. The new the new Civics are big. Yeah, they have a big back seat. They got a lot of room in there. you didn't really need to be putting tall people in the back a
1: lot. Um, no, it's available as a four door.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think the, the the new Civics are pretty large in the back seat. Yeah, because I mean, everything's use them grown. For Ubers
1: a lot. So. That's true, and it's to- and it's perfectly comfortable like that. I mean, the Accord was. It felt big, um, just like sitting in it. had a lot of space. It, driving it didn't feel big, and I was able to parallel park it in very tight spaces. I think the radius is really good, oh, and good. the camera's good, but uh, I agree with you, unless your family is all, like, six foot five. Uh, is an Evora 410 worth getting over a GTR? A uh, Nissan GTR? I... Well, Nissan GTRs have
0: very specific strengths mainly like you can build them to make huge power and they can be cool drag cars um, and they can be very fast track cars. Um, I think if you are not doing one of those two things, the 410 is more fun to drive in every other circumstance. And maybe even more fun to drive on a racetrack as well, if not quite as fast. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is very fast. I think they they run great numbers on tracks. I, I don't know what they are, but I think they actually are very fast on the track. So, like, a, G- a GTR is a very digital experience, um, especially now, because it feels so kind of old and clunky. Um, and, and uh, uh, you know, an uh, Avora is a very analog experience. So, the, mm-hmm. there's your differences, to what kind of experience you're looking for.
1: What is the uh, what is the road noise like in the Evora? Um,
0: it, it it wasn't anything that I considered. Okay. I mean, I, the good. car had Supersports on it, um, Pilot Supersports, which I found interesting because I would have thought maybe it would have PS4Ss on it because it's a new car, but... Um, there, I know for a fact that there is an overlap in PS4s and super sport production in 2018 because they're transitioning over um, like kind of one size at a time it's a much more complicated process to change a new tire than I thought it was we learned a lot of crap at the Michelin launch but um yeah they're they're super sports which are not which
1: are not loud tires so okay. I, I found it to be nice and refined because I mean the, the GTR we had a little while ago, as a highway cruiser, you know, if as long as you're on smooth tarmac, it mm-hmm. it it looks like it would be quieter than the Avora because it has like more weight, like the seats are thicker, they're big. There was like the, remember the red yeah. leather, like it's yeah, you know, it's a comfy. It's like a GT cockpit.
0: Yeah, you know the the is it's very aerodynamic um, and it's light. A light car without as much weight on its tires won't create as much road noise as well, and there's not as much air noise going around it. I mean, I didn't. Um, I definitely found that when I had the car in sport mode, you know, the exhaust was the dominant sound as compared to just road noise. Um, Although I think when I did the video, which you edited on um, Lake Hughes Road, which is kind of a rough road, Mm -hmm. that comes through louder in the video
1: than it is in real life. You know that? So I went up there with my car and hung out with you guys Mm -hmm. and... Taking one of those lefts, the last time I drove that road was in the 670 uh, LT. <laughs> yeah. And I remember at the time going, wow, the suspension's amazing because this road feels smooth and it's not. And that was highlighted when I drove it in my car, which is not stiff at all, but just the fact that the dampening on that car on the McLaren was so good Yeah, and basically made that thing feel like pretty glassy yeah and then in my car it was like uh, 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 yeah uh, that was the Avora does a good job of sorting it out too it doesn't really
0: affect the the dynamics of the car and there's a few places in the video where i highlight specific large
1: bumps that don't upset the car but it comes through in the video more Amazing. than it is in real
0: life yeah
1: um any racing on the schedule you're gonna do uh A-R. A-R this year? yeah AER. a couple races over the summer but i don't remember which ones yet
0: cool I want I want to, I'm I'm looking for the to try and do new tracks. So I've enjoyed the experience of using an AER race to learn a new track. So I raced in Mid-Ohio, I raced at NJMP, I raced at Road Atlanta and those were all firsts. So that was uh that was nice. So I want to see what other tracks they have um on the schedule this year that I can race uh for the first time. Nice. Yeah. Jack was just uh, out of the crib. We were talking about, about racing this year, although <laughs> I think uh I think we're looking at a wedding date that is the uh, during the mid Ohio race weekend
1: this year. So have your wedding in Ohio at at mid Ohio. I mean, it's a it's a great place to uh, to do it. I'm sure the guests will be there. Some of which you won't know. <laughs> Everyone just have
0: racing suits on. Mm-hmm. it will be sm- the smelliest wedding ever. These gross wedding.
1: I want to do a chump race this year. My goal is to do one. Yeah, I don't you care should. where. Do you one. should. You, yeah. can probably, you can probably come do AER with us if you want. It's roughly the same thing. I, mean, I know we've talked about this exactly before. I, I want to do chump before I do AER. No, the cars Especially are, the cars
0: are a little digged up already in chump. Right.
1: And, and the people on your team in AER are very good. Very uh, good. Yeah. I yeah. Would be, I'm the slowest you know, guy
0: on my team, unfortunately. But not if I show is, up.
1: Good inspiration. Maybe I should go and make it look good yes we could probably get you a seat if you want to drive for sure no You're no no uh,
0: other other people have come in that I'm the slowest regular but there's other people that have come in that are um, definitely slowest.
1: never to be invited back <laughs> that, that get one they
0: get one you don't, they get one shot yeah exactly all right cool so uh stick around we are gonna throw you guys to the control room at Buttonwillow from, I don't know, three or four weeks ago, actually, mm-hmm. where we had just done a track day with the wide body Hellcat, and we were joined by Travis Okulski and Sam Smith of Road and Track, who had just been uh, driving vintage cars, uh, race cars at Buttonwillow all day, and uh, that'll be fun.
1: So stick around, and uh, thanks for listening, and I'll see you all later. Hey everyone, just a quick note on the audio for the second half of this podcast. This was recorded on a Yeti omnidirectional microphone in the middle of a room um, at a rectangular table. So the distance of some of the people to the microphone is uh, shorter than others, so the volume may vary a little bit. Uh, We tried to work our best magic on this, but we do apologize for the variation in volume. Um, The compressor and limiter just can't quite keep up with the swings in energy and boisterousness. Uh, enjoy.
2: I don't get any of these references. You've never
1: seen Fear of a Black Hat? Sam Smith of
0: Road & Track Magazine. This is a show now. I've also never T- seen... T- Sam
2: of Road & Track Oh, wait, Magazine. we're actually...
0: We're live now? Now we are. Oh. You're looking at now, sir. That's oh. terrifying. I've also never seen The Godfather. You haven't? I've never seen Godfather 2 or 3. That doesn't count. But, welcome to Buttonwillow. Oh, Efren. Efren's here, too. How's how's the have a meeting in here? at six. The, Okay, cool. How's the time on your Weiss watch, Efren?
2: Standard issue. There are the three podcast. fucking Weiss watches in this room. I know. Now one of them is on my arm. We're, We're here. I'll, I'll fix that down. for you. So. Cameron Weiss, I love you and I want your shit, yeah. but I'm too Here You power. go.
0: Um, welcome to that, this Sam? part of the show. How are you, everybody? <laughs> <laughs> What's happening?
1: Someone burped. Now it smells like a barbecue joint. I know. That's the problem than the with recording. That it smelled like
2: before. Never go to Willow and Holden. We are in the timing tower race at Willow after a day of uh,
0: spinning off track beating me and driving, driving things driving things mm-hmm. <laughs> it wasn't a What's day happening? of spinning off track Efren, is i wonder if you're in the video Efren. you the can back of be, his you head probably the is. back of your head probably is your it's beer almost not. certainly is uh, well, but it was
4: like I was never here
0: no but now now we're doing a thing press. now this How, is a show How, we now we're going to move now. over right it's now we have a it's nice a half show. a show anyway there you go.
4: So I think
3: it's going well my so far. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to start it again? No. Okay. We can.
2: Can I make this more of a disaster for
3: you? Did yes, you know that I'm instead sure of wearing a watch, you could just carry a phone?
2: Yes, uh, but then okay. I. But, That's what I do. but no but one's was, impressed with an iPhone.
1: I will tell you this. When I when I got my job, J.F. said, you should I get a break. watch, and I, I keep better bur- time on productions because I look at my wrist versus taking your phone out.
3: Who's burping up hot dogs?
1: Not me. I ate a hot I didn't dog, need but a hot I did not burped.
2: See, mm. my problem is my wrist is shaped, like, like bad, so I can't actually see a watch when put ho- on, but this is gorgeous. Your wrist is shaped Life bad? Life is too it's, easy oh, your wrist if you points know points that your wrist this is away This is a Sam Smith problem. Yeah. That's gorgeous. What color? That's French blue? Something, That's Bugatti yeah. racing, French racing oh, blue. fuck you. I know. Jesus.
0: Well, there's only one of these. You can't no. have this one. <clears throat> Sorry. Um, what's happening, boys?
4: Just driving race cars. Hi, Matt. Just dri- hi, guys. Hi. Co-workers.
0: <laughs> this is... <laughs> What's up? Travis, cheers for yes, giving me a job. Ahead, Thank you. No, oh, anytime. I didn't have a job. To quote Patrice O'Neill, you needed a job. You, received, you heard Elf into the room. It's one of the great stand-up routines of all time. Patrice O'Neill, RIP.
4: Let's
2: just accept that I'm not going to get any of your Why are you ever? both still
4: in because your driver's suits? You're, we because were told we're to stay in drivers. our
3: driver's suits because that makes it look racing. But then the <laughs> camera is not going to show our lower half it's of our not, body. It can, it's not, it, but it can smell hot dog flavored breath.
4: It's not Starbucks at 7 a.m. Saturday morning. You don't need to wear your driver's suits.
0: Are you guys, a, like, all right, let's say we're doing a 24-hour race, right? Let's say we enter an AER race, but it's a full 24, right? Exactly. Do you keep your racing suit on the whole time, or do you take it off after a stand? What's your strategy? <laughs> Fuck
2: no. It gets all stinky, and then it smells, and it never dries out, and then you're just, like, stewing in your own underwear jizz for days. Chris yeah. Harris had the best strategy ever
3: at yeah, VIR 24.
2: Yeah, did he go? Ah, nice name drop. Yeah. Yes, he did. How did Chris Harris feel about you it? Oh, no, well. Listen, he I'm, you're, listen wait, wait.
3: you want to learn something? <laughs> did he do some skits? His dick tastes amazing. <laughs> <laughs> he brought Did he do some dropped. skids. Three <laughs> His suits. Dick
0: tastes amazing. Three suits. He showed up with three suits. That's two more. That's, that's all that's I'm saying. saying. Was there
3: one that said Bentley on it? One that said McLaren. <laughs> one one said that said. <laughs> Guess who's more of a baller than
2: me, Matt?
1: There you go. No, it's not about. You know that. who lives better than you, Sam? People who make oh, more money than you. It's oh. not about. Sh- I'm just saying. Oh, man. Every tip.
0: stint he had fresh suit. the dagger. sweet. They weren't all like amazing suits. One of them was rather shitty. I'm sure he kept oh.
2: it in the helicopter you know, that's on the oh, board on the top of his yacht please. with a submarine tender. Y'all, that's awesome, but here in the real bitches. world, I gotta be on Stinky, you know? I'm sorry. I, Travis is smelly. Sam, that's not yep. the only Just one of those you own. Don't I, even lie to me. I own two, and this is the one I take out when I need
1: it to get dirty. You're right, but
2: I'm not, I'm not
1: that fancy. You don't own one. My suit was a gift from Mike Musto, so it smelled like spaghetti. Aw, Mike Musto, <laughs> I love Mike Musto. <laughs> I don't know great. how it fit me and him. I really don't understand that. Like he less the building. That's amazing. He's huge, and it makes like, you it look like a that's rapper it, from 1995. It's not a that bad. Bit. I don't know. It must have shrunk. Did after his parents he it. get
3: it for him when he was a toddler? <laughs> that's about
1: what happened. And he's the race. Thing.
3: Yeah, it's for you.
0: <laughs> Is it uh, yeah, Snell... 1985
2: <laughs> Yeah It's, it's just it's flannel
1: It's made of flannel yeah, yeah, yeah. It's cotton So it won't burn that <laughs> Those
3: best. are pajamas it,
1: it was Burt Monroe's Actual yeah. uh, Indian riding. It's the Yankees uh, Uniform Look at
0: you
2: With the reference I did
0: drop a, I dropped a reference I That's
2: really a good movie I, saw I that interviewed energy.
0: that guy Roger not. Donaldson Who wrote, who made The World's Fastest Indian And hung Who was like Homies with Burt
2: Monroe And I didn't know Any of that Before the <laughs> You're such a dick.
0: What, remember <laughs> when you just asked me when you stopped being bad at this? It wasn't then.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I asked Matt when he, st- when he figured out how to not be bad at podcasts, and he was like, well, I'm still terrible. Still terrible. Yeah. 100% still
1: terrible. Yeah. yeah the It's, secrets hard. Of the it's business. very hard to be not bad. Well. Look like, at Travis. We're Travis just, is
2: good.
3: <laughs> at what?
1: Yeah. <laughs> then how come you have more bracelets than him? Well, I mean...
3: Yeah, why do you have?
1: Two. Why do you have two bracelets? Say okay, no. Attention. Is that from the last I'm track day? I'm covering
2: people in radio. Do you man? wear a track day bracelet? This one in Ohio. <laughs> You're trying to get laid. This, ah, this means I'm the king of Powell, Ohio. <laughs> no, um, to, to quote our good friend Jack Baruth, I get these because they give them to me. Um, <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> one of them was because I entered Buttonwillow and paid money last night at two in the morning when we rolled in after reassembling the car, and the other one was to drive today.
4: Wow. Oh yeah, they Wait. didn't give me one because I told them I'd only be here today.
2: You have one, though.
4: Uh, You have have that neat watch, though.
2: (laughs) Don't say that on the record.
0: We ga- why we, why does everyone need the, the shots? No, I so, allegedly I needed the shots. The, not you hired me as a photographer. <laughs>
1: what the well, fuck no, you're so thinking? didn't but, you major in photography? Yeah, that's why. <laughs> Fifteen years ago, they still
3: had the, they had cameras. Then they got cameras. now. No, how got, much you could you light they the change? And me, and I kid you
1: not.
0: I majored in photography, shooting on f- negatives that were this big, <laughs> and I was shot a, on like
3: eight by ten. Yeah, the film bellows in a hood. What the fuck? When was this?
1: 1840. You take photos in a barn, dude. I shot
3: architecture and landscape. It's
2: amazing. No.
1: Stand still for 20 minutes while I get this gonna going. How were you do with that?
0: As I learned, matter? absolutely nothing. Except now, out. your degree has finally now, become worthwhile. Now, mom, slow burn. My degree is worthwhile. Finally, you played the long game. I did the, the very very long. Very long.
3: <laughs> no, because so our photographer got uh, came down with uh, the sickness. He was down with the sickness. Oh today. no! Ooh, throw man. you have to throw I, him, I him under the bus. Well. Who was it? Terrible. No, reference. No, I'm throwing under the Who bus. Who was it? He's, he's a good man. He was just sick. That's he was a
1: sick. Slipknot reference. So, well, so I got it. Wait, no, 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 no. Down it. with the sickness is not Slipknot. Get up, get down. With down, down with the, the sickness.
3: sickness is disturbed. No, disturbed. That's the guy with the low voice. Pretty sure it's disturbed. Let's go to the video tape. Down with the sickness is disturbed for the record. I think you're
4: right. Uh, oh, it, I know
0: my no, early think, 2000s think, new metal. Oh, <laughs> wait, I was thinking of stained. Stain. but I'm on the outside. I look like that, Aaron. <laughs> Aaron Lewis, is it disturbed? disturbed? Thank you. Thank you. Which one? Is the singer in that band dead? No, Wayne Static. Static X was kind of like
2: Disturbed, but not as big. I know done. none of these references. You I have know probably so better taste in music. Uh, real you question. 12.
4: You Two? don't know these references, but you 24. show twenty-four.
2: What's the right answer to None of those. <laughs> the other. How old do you, you think you. I am?
4: Oh, that don't play that game. 41.
2: What the fuck? Really? <laughs> Jesus, I need no, to go. No, you're here. 37. God damn, man! I'll be thirty-seven in two months. It's very
0: good. He's th- th- always the same age. I'm th- I just turned thirty-six. We overlap slightly. That is impressive. You have done so much more with your life. Wow.
2: <laughs> no, you no, know, you have
1: raised a BMW from the historic collection at Laguna Seca. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say raised. <laughs> the minute I said you raised a BMW, which is <laughs> funny. <laughs> you raised a two thousand two very small baby. Do you mean R A Z E D? No.
0: Yeah. How do you how do you get that to happen?
2: How does that happen? Yeah, how do you? That's, that's the car magazine thing, right? I mean, when you when you end up at a car magazine, you the the thing about having working at a car magazine is that you have pages in the middle of the magazine because magazines are made of paper, and you have to fill them with things, and then you start thinking about What's the paper? Stories? Map, huh? Travis
3: knows this. You work on the internet. Yeah, we have to fill a website every day. Like, right. could make could this car make you rich? Could it make you rich? It's future. No. It's like about future classics. Oh, okay, yeah. I am it make you rich? So, but this, we can't say this car will make you no. rich. because no. then We're guaranteeing the car no. would make you rich, and the then more we accurate headline it. is.
0: Could this car rise in value enough to potentially offset some of the
3: insurance payments in an oil change or two? Yeah, but you only have like Maybe. three, you only have three lines. <laughs> you want to know what the yeah. ground
2: rule you learn in school
3: Any question headline, the answer is no.
2: <laughs> no! Will these sex tips make you better in no, bed? No, that's he's the going the to believe rule. you. Yeah. Yeah.
3: It's it's, the, yeah. Not every question, No. the yeah, answer is always of, no. All if you bought it, a
1: Supra, <laughs> you really just head- say
3: it. The headline on your 9-11 article was originally a question that I remembered. <laughs> an earlier pod like I was on when we were on with Spinelli was on a podcast and with I think I was there too and then I don't remember if I was there but it doesn't matter and he was like he said something about like is this car really great? And the answer is no. Yeah. <laughs> is, that my, is that me? Was that is that me? Mike's
1: impression that was Spinelli. of Spinelli? Oh, that was Spinelli. Oh, okay. yeah, I'm pretty sure that was Spinelli. Thank God. that was. Spinelli.
3: It's been a long day. Is that what I sound
1: like? That's Spinelli's default serious voice, I think. It's slightly Italian-New York. Every time I'm around him, we just lapse into old Jewish woman. Yep. We just end up talking like this old he, one. Me and him? him did 20 minutes of uh, Minnesota in France in the McLaren, and we got lost because we got distracted by ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> we were trying to go to a hotel, and we got so distracted. We're like where are we and then we're like calling Jim like which term was it <laughs> it's, just, it's on a hard drive I can't imagine this
0: somewhere yeah, <laughs> yeah. He, he could do one of those podcasts that's really just him just, just talk wandering. at a microphone he could Me- make his own cereal all he would have to do if he put if he had a microphone and then a television on really? mute and all he had to do <laughs> his whole job was to dictate what was going on in the voice he thinks they say
3: look at this guy look at that guy <laughs> oh, he's great It's the best
0: Uh, So, I mean, we're at a racetrack. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, Sure. should we talk? None of us
3: want to talk
4: about cars? No, because we just spent the entire day in a car. <laughs> if we were to the garage right now, that's all
0: you would talk about. All these people to hear us talk about cars nobody about wants to. I spent 20
4: minutes in a car, and 10 of it, I wasn't moving. Efrain I can tell the to... Efren
0: story. So I went down to turn 13 to take some pictures. <laughs> and I gave Efren, allegedly, my driver wristband so he could drive his own car because Sam and Travis were driving the other two cars that needed to be driven while I was taking pictures. Efren, on lap one, yeah, loop, lap. like out, a boss. Like a complete boss, it enters turn thirteen right next to the other two vehicles, thinking this is probably going to be great. Here's the cover, and then loops into the going to get a shot. Matt's
4: And it's you doing it. the photo <laughs> turn. Well, I didn't know he was there. I had no clue. So you just crashed. He just, I just got, I lucky. just no, I, it up on my own. I
3: was behind him, yeah, and he wanted to say, him. he wanted to be like. He's been driving my car all day. I want to show him what it can really do. Right. And yet,
4: the worst what part, it can
3: really do is get stuck in the mud in a while. That's <laughs> the yeah. thing. Because it's button Because it's all this city, shitty silt
2: that yeah, any time uh, it you know, remotely rains, it just I'm, turns into goop. I'm aware. It's a nice place to go off,
0: though. Because you rarely, You're like, hit something. you rarely like, really destroy there's something. There's, like, here.
1: two places that you could really uh, tear well, we, anything We came up. Here years ago, and a guy rolled his M3 on the front straight. He came off. He must have oh yeah, like a one over like because yeah, yeah, yeah. it's really yeah. sticky. Stuff. Well, yeah, if yeah. you go
4: off like any track, keep speed. the car as straight as yeah, possible. Yeah. You probably try. But there's to save no
0: it. tree there's, there's no trees here, and very few walls, so no. it's a good place to go off.
4: No, no so place. to your point, when I as I <laughs> exited the track backwards, I thought, well, this is this is this sucks. <laughs> <laughs> then you I'm going to hit the brakes now that the car is back straight, so I can stop the car and drive back out. And of course, because it's been raining.
0: Yeah, and he, it the his and it the was, ass end was sit, sitting on the mud. It was, it was,
2: was such very, a cute off because you had this what? tiny Austin Healey sprite just with these little hi face and really it was,
4: these giant you know, headlights and this God, little I, grin. Thank God I don't have a bug eye, or it'd be even more embarrassing. You look like a kitten home.
1: waiting across the highway. It's like,
4: <laughs> but it was at that moment that I, when I realized I wasn't going where I turned the car off, that I look around and I see Matt yeah. looking so, away. I'm like, so yeah. he probably got the whole thing. Everyone, I did every
3: panning photo. Now. I did, and, and really you're in the background of every background. pan.
0: But also, it, there was a side bonus, which was you caused a full course yellow, and because I was shooting stills, not Everyone video, that I would have preferred all the cars went a little slower. <laughs> so I actually, yeah, it, just it was faster. really it yeah. was like a luxury session because I had a lot more time. To know, shoot as a PR guy, photos. I never
4: thought I'd say this, but I hope this isn't
0: print. You took one for the team. <laughs> you totally took one for the, the 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 new cover is you ass sunk in the. Mod going like this. This, isn't <laughs> this
4: isn't going
2: in
3: a magazine.
2: <laughs> what did you guys the cover drive? Of the internet. It's
3: I, drove, uh, I drove the uh, Healy. I drove an S1 Europa, Lotus Europa, with the the Renault uh, 1600. Is that what it came with? Yeah. Did it work? Oh, dude, it's awesome. Was is it? What made car. it so
0: awesome? It's one of the oddest looking cars ever.
3: Well, so it weighs, it weighs like a thousand pounds. 1400 pounds. Does it really? It was 1400. I'm guessing something. It's so like 1400 pounds got 90 horsepower. That's probably actually pretty fun, yeah. Um, guy who owns it is uh, Spencer from Ritt Bikes. Was that uh, Cool. What is it? Ritta. Ritta. I thought it was Ritt. Yeah, Ritta. Sorry. Ritta. has got that cool esprit, that blue esprit that was on Petrolicious a little while ago. Oh, is that his? Yeah, that's I his. didn't realize that was. Yeah, his. yeah, yeah. So he's no. a Lotus guy. So like this car, it's
4: super lightweight. It's a little nervous which well, it was
3: actually a lot more. He did, he
4: did say afterwards when he drove, because you drove it before him, yeah. and he said he went out and did a lap, and he's like, nope, this is yeah. something. He I drove back no. and corrected it and said it was much better. I Ooh. drove a
3: full session with it, full loose. It, it was so much fun. <laughs> Cause
2: it's, the best part, I used to own an Alana, the best part about 60s Lotus is that they're all fucking tiny, because apparently British people in the 60s were like four yeah. feet tall. Yeah. Travis gets in the thing, and his knees are up around his ears, <laughs> yeah. and he's sitting there with the wheel in his right lap, off. and it just doesn't, I mean, the roof touched your I, helmet. I was, couldn't get
3: in the car. <laughs> when what I got in the car, both my legs were to the left of oh. the steering column, so I kind of had to push the gas down to get my legs <laughs> underneath the steering <laughs> it's column. basically
2: a doorstop, and the guy had this fiberglass seat shell that was bolted
3: to the floor. You could not have had less of a seat in it. I you tried still, to put the, my the hand the under thing is the no, though, I couldn't. It's a lotus, and I am a lotus guy, and I love so so lotuses, and lotuses are so great. So so why, do you, why do you love so it so much? Because I like things that are, I like, so, okay, I, I'm sounding like a, it's like a porno now, but, uh. <laughs>
1: no, it just depends on what you take say. Take your you suit like off. off. It's fine. The following words will determine if this sounds like <laughs> Cars <laughs> that I like to have sex with are usually loises. Now it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. okay. Good. Uh, no,
3: so it's like, I like a car that's smaller. I like lightweight. I like a manual gearbox. I like, um, being able to feel exactly what the front end is doing. I like a quick front end. Really quick turn in. Um, I like a car feel loose. I don't like a I don't like a uh, neutral car. I mean a nu- neutral car. I don't like a, uh, a pushy car. Uh, and lo- every Lotus I've ever driven has been exactly that. And but, I mean, I just drove a Esprit SE that handled like dog shit. Well,
2: because that's don't the, really the thing, range, right? <laughs> the bad
3: ones are fucking terrible, it, it
2: and really, the good ones are amazing. Yeah, there's, the so, handling was terrible. This
0: out. guy, this guy had it in Texas, and shout. I gotta give him props. This shop ATS Racing. It was beautifully clean, and it made 450 horsepower On From the, the stock the, motor. Oh, so the 3.5. No, 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 no. SE, four-cylinder. Oh, it's a four-cylinder. It's a oh, four-cylinder with a turbo this big on it makes 450 horsepower.
2: It was really fast. Don't get me wrong. But it hand, it was sloppy. It was but not like a good But the traditional car. Lotus thing, they're all they're made of tissue paper and the door fit changes it with the weather yeah. and nobody fits them. But you get in them and the steering is massively just light and wonderful yeah. and fingertip and they, they talk to you and they say everything and your grandmother could drift them and they're they Oh, wait, didn't you just go drive
0: the new, new one too? I, well, mean, I, mean, were, I went I went to the factory. Went to yeah, 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 you it was like I made a pillow. Oh so you I were mean, really you literally they fed you some Kool-Aid. They probably
2: do. So no, it was warm beer. He went through the classic center with Clive Chapman, looking at Emerson Fittipaldi's and Jim Clark's old F1 cards. And this is the fucking Kool Aid. This is
3: total. So classic. Classic Team Lotus isn't even. (laughs) (laughs) Travis needs a haircut in the worst way. It's amazing. (laughs) So Classic Team Lotus isn't related to Team Lotus. Classic Team Lotus maintains most of the single seaters. Still the Kool Aid. So Clive Chapman, Colin Chapman's son runs the place and he gave me a tour and you're not lying they had Emerson Fittipaldi 72 Ronnie Peterson 79 Jimmy Clark's 22 of Jimmy Clark's 25s they had um, uh, Bob Dantz who was a mechanic at- the first name I never I don't know Bob who, who's Bob Bob Dantz
2: was, who Dance. was Bob? D- Bob Dance. He was Who's one Bob of the original Dance? '60s mechanics. He, he's, still he the was company. a mechanic. He's restoring he cars. Jim he Clark's wow. lead mechanic oh, wow. cool. in the '60s,
3: oh. and is still a mechanic with Lois Me. today. And that, I mean, that's
0: a level of nerddom. It was. The most thing you have would. to remember he is that he was
3: there. He met the guy, and then he did all the things, and I went to the, the went to the <laughs> factory, went to the factory, the factory tour. I met Jean-Marc Gales, who I now will take a bullet for. As uh, really, that's yeah, what Jack. Jack when I was texting Jack Don't Threwitt. tell Jack
0: that No Jack Jack's the, one
3: Jack's the one who said You go in there Thinking it's going to be nothing Then you want to take a bullet For Jean-Marc And I agree I will take a bullet uh, That's for true Jean-Marc. He came back from that Drive like that too So it was the Avora GT 430 And the Exige Cup 430 They had one day of me driving It was November It was like 40 degrees It was fucking freezing And we do a road drive In the Avora, And then we get to their test track And they're like
2: which, by the way, is an old RAF airfield that has not changed since the 60s. No, it has it's changed. Grass. Is it's grass an, an growing
3: FIA, through it? An, no, it's an FIA-certified track now. They re, They did no a whole new sure. track. One of the good things Danny Behar did was they made that track while he was there. That's almost a little disappointing, but also awesome. I know. Yeah. You hate to give him any credit at all for anything. Well, the other thing that he did was he decided to build a new uh, assembly line. They still haven't finished it, and it's <laughs> sitting over there. and Because they decided that they don't need it after he left. Oh, that's wow. right. Because
2: he also did the, the wow. that show. What, what, what was it? The stand at the Paris Auto Show where they had sh- Six cars. Sharon Stone. The, yeah, all and yeah. One of the boats and and brothers, yeah. it was, it was the bad baldwin? Billy right. or Steve. Billy. Steven?
3: Yeah. Bill. No, not yeah. Steven.
0: Nobody wants yeah. Steven,
3: but it was so anyway. It was like 40 degrees in November. It was raining. And it was, it was the, the track was so he went. And they're just like, All right, go. And, you know, at press events, it's only really like, Yeah, yeah, you'll do a lap, lead, follow, come in, or pit in, yeah, pit yeah. out every time, or you do three laps, and that's it. 45 minutes later, I came into the pits and they had the Exige waiting for me and they're like alright you can drive this now so I went out in the Exige for a few minutes and it started raining really hard so I was like alright we'll get lunch and then we'll go drive on the roads and then it, I went back and they came back to the track and the track was drying and I got another hour yeah, in well, the car well this is what everyone
0: says when uh, what's uh, Mark Baruth went to drive the I guess it was a Vora 400 or yeah, a Vora Gingerman. 410 or something at Gingerman they said you know they stayed in, in the same shithole hotel I stay in when I go to Gingerman and they had like you know uh, Jimmy John sandwiches no. and everybody got an hour and a half of track time and it was the most perfect press launch ever
3: it was was so it's all any of us want like you go you go like they took me to Ketteringham Hall which is where where Team Lotus was based it's Uh this old like castle. Fuck you. This sounds amazing. <laughs> and then when I was... I had the job
2: and this sounds amazing. And
3: then when I was leaving there, the guys, the, the, the PR guy because I asked about it because I'm a bit of, uh, I'm a geek about this really? shit. Really? I've read the Lotus book what, like you're, six you're times. You're a nerd? Yeah. Shut up, shut I know. I should Anywho, give him the Back to so, the Future book and you line, No, so we're leaving the uh, we're leaving the, the Team Lotus thing and he's like, I have one more thing to show you. Do you want to see it? I'm like, sure. So we drive over to this cemetery and, and he, he showed me his penis. Yeah. No. <laughs> my penis? <laughs>
1: No, we went <laughs> to Colin Chapman's grave. And then you said to his oh dick, my oh, my god,
3: Seriously? <laughs> That's worse. Wait, whoa, whoa,
2: whoa. Back up, back up, back up. You went to Colin Chapman's grave? Yeah. Did yeah. you Did lay What, piss on it? I wanted to see it. Really? Yeah, I saw it. Was it cool? It says ACBC on it. He died of heart
1: failure did in 1982. Did he? Did, he did, yeah. uh, did, he, give, did well he? did he give you a lotus shovel? I mean, like, how far did this go? It's very light. But Whoa, really it, so <laughs> it doesn't actually shovel dirt, but it looks very pretty. it, it,
3: it, well, it was ahead. made by someone else. Then bad lotus. Ah, you have 45 so minutes. Yes. But, <laughs> This is the Plymouth Shovel by Lotus <laughs> But they, t- they also took me on like a tour of Norwich Which is the town where they are And the best part of that was that In the 70s like when F1 drivers would come over Like you know Mario, M.O. Any of those guys There, were rest- there was one restaurant in Norwich they go to Cats in America's Hamburger Heaven <laughs> Is the restaurant. And it's still there. And it was, like, the cool restaurant in the town. Uh, Captain, how was the burger? We didn't go there.
2: Oh, <laughs> God. <laughs> like, we, we, we
4: got
3: fish and chips, and I had a steak and ale pie the night before. Like, the local <laughs> place that has listen, front ends of F1 cars hanging on the walls. Listen, and after all the
4: that, the fact that you didn't get the burger, it kind of ruins...
0: What? Well, well, yeah. In the future, you got the burger. I gotta go it back. Was it was eh. Yeah. No, you now just I'm going just back. <laughs> just you say you, had you the followed burger. their life,
1: literally, from, like... Beginning mechanic to death, and then you missed out on the money. No, I know m-
0: that with car companies that come from sheds, though, that happens to you. You drink the Kool-Aid. I went to Morgan. Have you been to Morgan ever? No. Fucking. Morgan's factory is hilarious. <laughs> it is built on the side of a hill. And the, that way, they push the cars from station to station downhill. It makes their life a little easier. <laughs>
2: I swear to God, please <laughs> tell me it's just a bunch of elves in like a, a oh, tiny dude, fucking building. It, yeah. Really? Ba- I mean,
0: basically, yeah. It's third generation Morgan, it, and it's, you know, they Inbreds. use wood. They oh. use wood. It smells like carpentry in there. It doesn't smell like a car factory. It smells like a wood shop. It's so bizarre. So cool. I went on this tour, and it was so by Char-
1: Charles Morgan gave me a tour at the time. Oh. His pants were really tight. Really <laughs> Uncomfortably sounds tight. like a weird comment, but we I I, think I I posted that video on Drive, and I was like, one, two, yep, they're both there. Like, <laughs> <laughs> light, light gray, thin and, pants, very tight. You know, That's and true. you go and you
0: see the thing, and by yeah. the end of it, you go, what can I give you money for around yeah. here? What do you What are you selling? I don't have money for. I bought a <laughs> I bought a five hundred pound not weight in mo- British pounds five hundred. O- Sheerling fucking coat numbers. that
2: says Morgan on it. Well, because you want them to survive. Yeah. It's that weird I just like, British thing where they, yeah. like, against all odds, they're still there. Just give you money, money for anything. Yeah. I've worn the coat
3: zero times. But I bet it looks baller. So it's fun. so dope. I've never worn it. Is it Hangs in the closet. Does it make you look like a World War One fighter pilot? Yes.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I like how it's World War One, not two. Not two. Not two. One, one means you're just a little bit more of like landed gentry. You're a little bit more of a baron. You I have, will find you have oil lamps.
0: sooner or later. I'm just going to have to force myself to buy like one of those cars that just doesn't have a roof. You know. Some like a sunbeam tiger or something with no roof. That's so I can wear the fucking or a Morgan. Maybe a Morgan. But more. the problem is, no, the problem with the jacket is it's like so. Like if I put it on, I can't fit
1: in a Morgan. Why don't you just, <laughs> just go outside where it's cold? That's what you need to do. That's the easier solution. Yeah. Yeah. go anywhere where it snows. You're like what so like jacket No, no, bro. The which problem, which, which jacket should I bring to bring this cold that's, place? That's some cosplay <laughs> shit.
0: It's so big, you have to pack it its own suitcase. It's like the biggest, bulkiest. You can't take it. Somewhere, it's a
1: separate checked bag. You need it for Halloween next year. You need to play Babe Ruth going to a game in a cold climate and just wear that jacket and go with a cigar, and then you got it, dude. But you want to give them money. It's probably the same thing at Lotus. Oh, love-
3: I want a Lotus. I'm
1: so. How so dope
0: envious, is the, the new? The
3: newest Evoras are. Oh, the GT 430 is a massive step from the Evora 400. I drove the 400, and I'm getting the 410 in the weeks. Like they told weeks. me that they're sending you the, the yeah. press car. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's the thing, because Lotus has one press car. Globally. Globally. <laughs> that's it. Globally. What's amazing one is the press car. But they're giving you the sport 410. Oh, they just replaced the sport easy. 410 yesterday. Perfect timing. No, but they're giving you a sport 410 <laughs> because they already built it. They're replacing <laughs> with the GT410 Sport. Oh my Which god! Which is a, it's a GT430 sport with the 410 drivetrain. So
0: all press cars are one generation.
3: <laughs> <behind>? It seems <laughs> like it. What I
2: don't
3: understand. So like Jack
2: went over. <coughs> and he ended up with the what the green 410. What the fuck was it? No, yeah. he drove. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But 410, they painted, yeah. Did they paint that thing specially for
3: him? They'll they'll do they'll do that. They'll do that. Yeah, they'll do car? that. So like if we Less. wanted they a did, viper yeah. green something for Picody, they already asked about so it. Yeah. Because Jack's whole thing is the shit. The stuff green stuff is
2: bullshit lime green because he had an Audi s 4 right. lime green and he wants a viper. No, mad it makes me that he made.
0: A profit on that car it makes me so mad.
3: Well, that's that's an interesting <laughs> feeling, Matt. I don't know
0: if
2: I can get behind that. So I talked But the point is, it was green. He had yeah. a green press car because they knew he liked green, or he asked for it.
3: No, so I talked to the. I talked to Jean-Marc. Well, Who like, you would take a bullet for?
2: Yeah, I would. Whom you would take a bullet for?
3: If someone. If, grammar. <laughs> grammar Grammar's important. I'd catch a grenade for him. Really? Would well, you I don't stand know. In front I think of a that's bus for a... him. <laughs> There's degrees of this. I, I think that sounds like a terrible way to die. What? So does Us? like
2: catching a grenade sounds
0: What's amazing? It, would you let someone cut your heart out with a spoon? Because that would take a while.
3: It like wouldn't Indiana be over quick. With a, but like one of those pineapple spoons, they have like the ridges on the end. <laughs> no, that's a grapefruit <laughs> spoon. That's a grapefruit, grapefruit spoon, spoon. not a pineapple What the fuck are you use a spoon on? Are you a even a journalist?
1: Jesus Christ!
3: Well, you don't know how to pineapples work, do you?
0: Fuck! <laughs> I said the wrong word. Okay, I've made a pineapple bowl before. I made a pineapple bowl to put pineapple salsa in. It was
2: yeah, cool. you don't need a special, special spoon. Okay, yeah, you you're you even are great Matt for that. You're not going to use a knife and have, a spoon. You have
3: been verified as Matt Farah. That's, that's awesome. What if someone Wait. made a utensil that was all three in one? I think I had dinner at your old
4: house a sport sport with a knife was a on it. A spork with a knife on it. Yeah, yeah for sure.
3: There's a spork knife? Like
2: camping equipment has a spork knife. Like a knock. How did you say it? I'm trying to cut the knife The one end of the spork is sharpened
3: so you can cut with it. Really? I am and then you put it, it in your mouth. But then how do you eat? Well, you don't carefully. Because a, a spoon, like if you're eating cereal, right, you're scooping it up and you're cutting your lip off. You don't, you don't eat cereal with a now. You can't a do camera, cereal right no, he cereal. They
1: said they if the knife is on the other side and the, and the eating implement is on one side, you don't eat with the knife side.
3: Oh, so it's on
2: the handle. You were very serious about this oh. all of a sudden. Well, I could yes. see that he was getting lost. Yeah, he... And we're
1: going to be there for a while, <laughs> and we have to be out of this room in 12 minutes. Someone, <laughs> so I just want to wrap this <laughs> sport conversation <laughs> we up. We have talked about absolutely fucking nothing. Someone
4: had again. to bring it back to center. <laughs> it was good that <laughs> we, we have I, revealed I that the press
0: car I'm getting is a
3: generation behind. I'm still super happy about That's funny. it. Yeah. That's fine. So they'll build a car in any color you want because they can sell it immediately after. <laughs> wow. They're so confident they can sell any the Any color?
2: Challenge except Well, yeah, because Jack was saying he looked into buying a car, and he said the Waiting list. They're, for the first time in years, they have a waiting list, and it's like a year and a half. Or two Is it really? Long? Yeah. Good for
3: them. Yeah, it's amazing. Cars like are a vacation they're brilliant. Or something. Yeah. All the cars are brilliant.
2: The Avora 400
0: was like a new old NSX, right? Like, if you wanted a new old NSX, like, that's it. It's I mean, I voted,
3: right? I voted for the Avora 400 to be Performance Car of the Year. I was one of two people to do so. Road and Track, was the, Performance Car of the Year. Well, he didn't name himself in the magazine, but it was Jack. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, there it's was like not Okolsky
3: w- voted for it. There was not one. <laughs> you guys didn't
1: have one at uh, NCM, right? Not this year. Last year. Oh, last year. Okay. Yeah,
3: or not. Not for this P. Cody, the last P. Cody. We had, okay. yeah, it was brilliant.
1: P. Cody yeah. just rolls off the tongue like it's really a, oh, it's a brilliant acronym. It's syrup on a yeah. on a bed of butter. Yeah.
4: Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah, yeah. Down to ten minutes. More it's importantly,
3: flour on top of uh, something else. I don't have an analogy. Let's move on. Someone it's
4: flour else. Flour on
1: top of a wet pig.
4: Yeah.
1: <laughs> How Hello? were your cars at the track today? Oh, well, so we I, don't have that much time. Uh, we could talk
4: more about how
2: Efren put a car in the dirt. We already yeah. did. No, we, we yeah. covered that. So I. Um, yeah, we talk about how
0: Sam I'm, mobbed on me and I was in a Hellcat and he was in a 35-year-old BMW. So
2: much motor. So much motor. <laughs> and no tires or brakes. You forget until you're in a 30-year-old shitbox with like 210 horse. Um, mm-hmm. What well, does the,
3: that shitbox weigh? 2,000 pounds.
2: No, it's supposed so to if you 2, have pounds. No, it it what? It's at minimum b- weight. <laughs>
4: no, no, it's heavier than minimum weight. It's like 2080, we look today. That 80 counts. Yeah.
2: But uh, old BMW 2002 that we run in a series in Southern California called Vara, vintage B-sedan racing. And it was good. It uh, turns, and we're dicking with suspension and engine and all kinds of stuff. I got a lot of lengths on the straightaways, and then you took them all back in the corners. Because, because you're driving a fucking battleship. There, yeah, it,
0: it really is stop. Incredibly apartment-like. From,
4: from my van- <laughs> from my vantage point, exiting you know entering the S is exiting. No, from from the my sweeper, vantage point in the dirt, while yeah. <laughs> well, I was sitting there, watching lonely. The, no one had a better seat than you. Watching <laughs> watching the Hellcat come out of the sweeper, it looked. Out of place. It looked like a it looked like a dinosaur because at various points it had the 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 M three the two thousand two the Europa. It just behind it. This yeah, thing just I looked- would get
2: a massive run on on Matt, like just this massive fucking like
4: steaming right up his ass run, and
2: Matt would get the car pointed straight and just go, Bop. Yeah, and it would have yeah. like instantly just five six car lengths just fucking gone, just mm-hmm. gone, yeah, just so absolutely fast. Gone. So, so fast.
4: Motor Imagine if you put race tires on
0: it. Oh, if it had real tires, oh, it would go. It has P 0s which I guess are fine
4: for the street, yeah. but
0: for the track, like if you put re- if you put Cup twos on that thing, it might actually handle for ten minutes.
2: I want to drive a Hellcat with all the weight taken out of it and a giant roll cage and like be real so race tires. So awesome! awesome. Be right. It would be so awesome. Something that somebody had tried to make strip, A strip yeah. charger it would be but it's so fucking amazing. Fun. Yeah. Well, they had the. Uh,
0: I guess it was Sam Hubenet had the Charger Formula Drift car yeah. mm-hmm. for that's a right. while, which was hilarious. Was
1: it there was a charge he charger? went from a Viper to this a Charger cool Formula Drift car, yeah. Those have I don't know, they're huge, but they have good feel, I feel like. You just, you know, the, the car, yeah. just you know what they're doing. Even the, the they are no, all better than wrong. the Coupes totally because the
2: base is longer and they just were Weight distribution. Reduces. Remember yeah, we had that
0: for uh Esquire? We yes! had that charge the Hellcat Charger yes! in uh, in Detroit at City Field or whatever was it? That City Field, right? No, that's City Airport's the Mets
3: play in New York, right? No 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 Detroit City Airport? Yes. Detroit City track Airport. Used for P. Cody. P. Cody. Oh it's, yeah.
2: Lebs- it's Larry Webster's like yeah. little private racetrack. Private race track. It It's where <laughs> it's where like uh, Taylor Swift flies into. She, like where everybody quiet flies into. Detroit. Is that where the where you've DLB never DLB seen the Godfather, but you know where Taylor Swift? That's weird. Motherfucker, I have priorities.
1: <laughs> yeah, creepy one. <laughs> and apparently, restraining vans. vans you wrong? have how many vans do you? have? Or sorry, uh, race tow vehicles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. uh huh. yeah.
2: molester vans.
1: Anyway, um... No, it was a
3: good day. It was a good day for you.
2: Today Travis. was great, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, you drove
1: this, you drove... What's your article
2: about? Yeah, so Travis yeah, what drove are you? three old race cars for the first time in his life. He's never driven anything older Wait, than, like, 1988. Yeah, I've only dri- the oldest thing I've probably driven is, any, like, an E30. So, so, what'd you drive? You drove a 1960-something Lotus Europa. 71 wow. yeah. Lotus Europa. 71
3: Europa. Europa. What year was your- is
4: your 62 Sprite. A 62 Sprite.
2: Austin Healey Sprite. Sprite. And I drove, uh, the M3, which was what? Which was is? 88? 88? Did yeah, you? but it's a nicely prepped, like, the cage was yeah. done by T.C. Klein's old guy in Ohio, whose name I can't remember. It's got a, like, healthy two and a half liter S14 it in it. It are you, that nice. That car is solid solid fast. Car. Are, you That's driving, good. are you
4: driving the 2002 tomorrow? I
2: don't know. Uh, my dad's car. My dad has a 2002 race car that popped its... The nut came off the oil pump sprocket Popped its today. nut. Popped its so, nut, huh? I was driving it. That's a good thing.
3: But if it it goes back together, you can drive it. That's the thing. Like, so driving, I had a lot to learn. Like, I realized immediately when I went out in Efren's spread. I had a lot to learn. <laughs> Well, because the sprite is well, the size so of this do I, table. Apparently. Well, I've never been, I've never it driven a right size hand size drive manual oh, car ever? ever. Oh, it's well, fun. Oh, it's it was also, it it's was got, confusing. <laughs> <laughs> it's, got, it's got a stick
2: axle that's like four inches long. It's got a a tiny little motor that might blow up. And bi- it
3: doesn't. Ha- it's not on modern tires. On bias ply tires. It's got lever arm shocks. Is that a requirement? <laughs> bias ply tires.
4: It's not a requirement. You can have you voluntarily
2: radials. put they work bias.
4: Really? They work better on bias. Yeah, because we've talked about this a bunch. Really? You can put radials on it. A specific the Sprite, you can put radials on the Sprite. One of the guys out here has done that. Um, it really changes things quite a bit to the point that it's, it, one, it kind of takes a little bit of the fun out of it, but it's also a much taller and much wider tire, so you run into fitment issues, gearing issues. Hmm. Um, I'm pretty convinced you can be faster with the, the bias plies. You gotta remember, the car weighs nothing. So it's the like alt- thirteen hundred pounds you said, ish, yeah. Yeah, yeah we so,
0: put it pushed in the trailer like it was a, like a yeah, joke.
4: yeah. Five guys show up to push a Sprite, and
2: it's. <laughs> well, that's that's the whole yeah. five old cars, right? I mean, like, and the stuff that was designed to work on bias plies is shitty camber curves and shitty toe curves. So it's it abuses the fuck out of the tire, and a radial doesn't like it. And a bias ply is so stiff in all the weird ways that the car just like it, it slides and it doesn't slow down. Right?
0: I mean, it, it's it, almost as if have, the car was designed to work on those tires. Right. Are they the kicking us soon. out of our room? We have
4: about yeah. a few minutes. Oh, yeah, we got like five. Yeah, um, I think they're looking for
1: their place to be. Oh. So,
4: yeah, so for that reason, the bias bias tend to work better on a Sprite. All right, but fair enough. And both, to your point, you'll never get front camera like you need for a radial out of a Sprite. I see a thing.
2: I mean, you just can't, the old cars don't, you can't do what a modern tire needs, you know? So,
0: fair enough. The
3: oh. so, so, car's a blast. Seriously, I didn't know why. You no look one, enormous I, in it. Is you're sitting there. I know, like gigantic monkey, monkey in that Football Don't fucking forget. circus car. Is Don't. your entire story Travis drives old cars? It's like, uh... <laughs> That's what most of his articles
4: are. It's
2: like, <laughs> that is
3: all of road and track, that. minus like a couple yeah. of press trips. It's like, it's like teaching a new dog old tricks. Basically
2: Well um, you
4: Poor, poor you that. got into A right hand drive car With a dog ring gearbox Two things you'd never dealt with Yeah I've never used A dog box And then either. there was An issue with the brakes So like his outlap, He gas brake Yeah I no the brakes floor. The whole first session I'm like old cars are
3: weird <laughs> <laughs> and, and then
4: it, I realized That no the old car Old car is broken right now Yeah so he comes in And I'm like Huh I should check. What happened? Uh, basically, the adjusters for the rear drums had backed out. Oh, oops. it tends to happen. It wasn't great. Because yeah. 'cause it's got the world's tiniest discs. They're like the size of my beer yeah, glass, like. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. and it's then a- giant drums in the back. And I, I guess the you know we have race pads in it, and I guess the aggressive the aggressive pads cause it to back out. And huh. I didn't, I should have when I brought it off the trailer. <laughs> probably driven, driven yourself it a little bit. The yeah. pads
1: cause screws to back out?
4: I don't get it either. I, we, I'm, we probably, insured the I'm car. probably wrong, but, but that's... We insured the I adjusted car. them Maybe back. I hope
1: different. you're wrong or it's a very strange feature that it's like, oh, breaking uh, backs the screws out. <laughs> well, so this try is, not to do it too much. This
4: is a, this is a thing with, with racing sprites is you just have to keep like, it on brakes. It could be like aggressive pads cause knockback or some shit or aggressive drum
2: lining. But you lining. Okay. but you
4: said in your second session that the pedal didn't degrade all that much. No, the pedal was great. And it felt fine when I drove it. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know what Yeah, caused. that one lap was I did like three <laughs> laps after they pulled me out.
0: I saw I got some shots. Because, I have evidence
3: of it. Yeah. I have proof.
4: I That's, actually saw you drive away and I thought okay, I can come in now. I like I didn't want to like
3: I when I drive someone else's car, I'm very careful, but I did cuz I didn't want to beat on your car. Um, but in that second session I went harder on it and it likes that sort. It, it, it likes it when you're aggressive race cars work better yeah. the
4: faster you go well, yeah.
3: yeah but you don't also don't want to be the yeah. guy that breaks someone else's car and when they're want,
0: old yeah. like it's a very fine line between broken and Here's that's thing, what it yeah. does yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's like, mean, how do you know true. you
3: go the yeah. brakes are
0: shit and most people go it's old you're used to whatever, yeah. but then you find out they're actually broken.
3: Yeah, no, I thought of... Which <laughs> I, I may that. or may not be the same thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, there was legitimately no pedal in that car, but I also discovered in both the Europa and the Sprite, because I'm bigger than those cars, when I'm on the brake full, my... Foot would graze the gas at the same this time. This is a man mountain. Yeah, I'm gigantic. Why have big feet. <laughs> so I do too. I know. I know how you feel. So I'd be I'd be full brake, and then I'd be heel toeing, and then my foot wouldn't come all the way off the gas. Oh, so I'd no. go into second gear, and I'd be accelerating in second gear <laughs> into a, a braking zone. I'm like. Holy shit, this is it. I'm gonna crash Deferrin's car. And then I didn't crash it. He so did. that was the real thing. <laughs> but I did it in the Europa, too. So it was both. The M3 was the only one that was like, no problems. I've raced E30s before. Yeah, so they I feel know, like cars. I know what to expect. Yeah, it was, it was exactly cars, like Old cars, cars feel different. It was yeah. exactly <laughs> like a car. Mm-hmm. There's a it, big difference so the
0: pre-post-1985-ish
2: yeah, era. Yeah, when stuff started to be designed with computers instead of fucking, they, like, camera. No,
1: I think they just started to care, because, like... <laughs> that is like, not like, true. Just, the... Uh, the the kick Cobra I built with bu- my dad and my brother, Like the gas pedal is five inches beyond the brakes and the clutch. Why? We don't know. And they kept doing that for a long time. And then Vipers were like that as well. And then someone finally went, what if we make him even? And they're like, oh, Ted, good idea. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm Promotion going, for Bob. Like, <laughs> so good at some point in Detroit, and they're like, oh, Ted, good idea, write it down. They I hate to bring Lotus back up again. <laughs> no, you don't. Wait, but, you like Lotus, but cars? This, the Lotus
3: 16 that was in the in classic Team Lotus. You if you're just sit in that car. The engine is in the front. It's a Formula car, so the engine's in the front, but it's canted to like. I don't know, a couple degrees what? right in the front, and then the drive shaft comes in the cockpit, Fuck and that, you have to dude. straddle it and put your left leg on the clutches on the one side of the of the drive shaft, and then your right leg is on. Is the Is there front a side
0: housing or is there
1: a? They put a piece. They put a piece, shaft.
3: they put a piece of aluminum over it. Oh yeah. my got a shield,
1: right? god! Because we're supposed to do uh, sprint car school. Yeah, the, the sprint stuff. car school. It goes dry, right through the mm-hmm. drive shaft mm-hmm. hoop over oh, it. Yeah. And yeah. you're just sitting and just looking. Ooh. Yeah, I drove an I drove a 1930s Alfa Grand Prix car
2: once that had a differential. The diff was under your nuts, and then there was a like a ring and pinion at each wheel. So it had a drive shaft coming back, basically right under your dick, and then there was a diff <laughs> under, <laughs> under your dick, and then it a spit diff. Was this like the Monoposto
0: yeah. or something? It those? was one of
2: the one of the Monoposto. It was a yeah, yeah. new Volari car, but it spit a, a drive shaft a out to each wheel at an angle. But you, you look down there, at like, it twenty miles an hour, and, and that's free spinning joints, free spinning, literally two inches from your test. Did, uh, you, did you touch it? It's amazing. Oh, of so course it With it's my penis. It was amazing. Oh, okay. yeah, cool. It was great. Great. Yeah. Yeah. I'm bloody now. And you
1: you lost feet. a few inches, but it's
0: Forever worth the story scarred. right just, drove, just like, the, the Persang Alpha 8C, which was like impossible to drive. Yeah. I mean, it was weird. Well, gas pedal in the middle. Yeah. Have you driven shit where the gas pedal's not where pedal's supposed to be? Nope. Fuck. You're a Model T ever?
3: Yeah, totally,
0: yeah. Model T's are impossible.
4: I <laughs> 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 You ever try a Model T? No. Oh, he dude, yeah, it's yeah, so
0: you, hard. He's oh, got no. four of them. Oh, it's oh, fine. Oh, yeah. the, no, uh, Model oh, T's I do super yours. Model T's Oh, he, he bought one to go hard. with his
1: jacket. <laughs> <laughs> but the AC
0: you try to go fast, but the gas pedal's in the it's middle an and the brakes car. on the right, it
3: fucks you up. I think my my experience ends when wheels were made of wood. And uh, the pedals weren't in the right order. I don't old think that's what I want. But that's
2: what makes old shit great. Is because there was a period where, like, if you wanted to build a car and you wanted it to be like what Bob thinks a car should be, Bob's car could be really fucked up, and you, they'd still sell it. Yeah. Now like the government that... says no, it has to be this and this and this and this and this. That's why all cars are the same. Okay. But yeah. But if you want to appreciate you... the '88 Camry, go drive
0: a Model T and see where shit <laughs> could have gone. You know, like that is the fun You might have had walking. a throttle here and a brake here. When and, you got to you know, adjust, adjust your, the points, your cock is, you know, it, yeah. Yeah, the you got to adjust the, the points clients. as you drive and the,
1: ra- and like the air fuel. the air got That's too much
2: slip. Please
1: help.
0: All right. They're going to kick us out. It's 6 o'clock. That was, a, that was a little segment, though. Good that night was a thing we moments. did.
4: Yeah. yeah. We that talked was... about cars for at least a minute. Well, there We're was some... So we, we did talk about there. some
0: cars. So what, are you guys
4: there racing you this dicks. weekend or are you guys... It's races. Races. Is, no, it's a racing school. Racing school. Yeah, the club does a racing school once a year. Racing
2: school, old cars. We help people drive with people. Travis is going to drive some more old cars. I'm just I'm just here
4: for a story for the magazine. I'm going to the Detroit Auto Show.
3: Cool. Oh boy have cool. No thank you It's very <laughs> cold in Detroit now uh, How cold is it in Detroit right now? Oh my god It's <laughs> How cold is it? Uh, it's <laughs> so that cold Was it Ronnie I don't uh, know No I'm just I'm, go- I'm going home to thank Southern you, oh, you're California just, No it's so, literally I just, like, just like know. Z- It's zero it's yes. going, the, the high for when we're going to be there Is 20 20 what? Degrees? Yeah. Gross. 20. What, what oh, other, other... What, what other, 20, what else what other, I'm, other I'm, I don't know because... feet above sea level. That's I, the high.
4: I'm, I'm from <laughs> Southern California. 20 relating to temperature like... 20 women, Celsius. Have you it's ever 20. been out of Southern California? I've been to wherever IMSA races are. <laughs> so you've been to Canada? Yeah, well, it we we gets there. cold there. there the Daytona uh, was
1: 35 degrees last yes last I, week.
4: I mean, I'm, I'm a PR guy. I stayed inside. I drank hot cocoa. Like I, I'm, you sound like, like a, a dick. Yeah, 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 you do a, PR? a little bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, That makes sense. Yeah. Touche. Travis
0: Zdoliski, Sam Smith, Efren Olivares... Zach Ladman. I don't know why I had Zach there, but here he is. I'm always here. He's always here. Thanks, guys. That was a show. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh are having a, a He went overtime with his beer and now spun off in the last <laughs> in the last
4: second. All right. See ya. <laughs> I better change this program.